Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Call. We have a bit of a reflective episode here for you. Um, and we'd be really curious to know how often you say no. It really depends how deep you're willing to look. I realized after this conversation with John and Emmer that I personally say no a lot less than I think I did or think I do. And so we explore all the impacts of what happens when you say yes more than 50% of the time. And not to say that saying yes is bad. It's just important to audit what happens to, let's say, the perceived control you have over your life and over your actions when you're saying yes. And um, we, we just really look deep into this phenomenon this then leads us into a conversation about where the weekly call has started and where it is now. And we, as, as some of our original listeners know, this started off as, a stri- as you would imagine, a weekly call between John Ammer and I back in 2018. And now four years later, it's a podcast that many people tune into and enjoy every week. And in that process, we've said yes and no to a lot of different things. Uh, both good and bad, but without really being aware of those impacts that we discussed here today, uh, we we find that sometimes the conversation goes in a place that isn't necessarily being true to why we started it. So we get back on the rails, so to speak. So at the end of this podcast, there is a fairly clear commitment that I'm interested to know, again, what you guys think and what you took out of this conversation and, and maybe where you need to go have this conversation with people in your life that you care about. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Weekly Call. So we can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. We can think about our problems and turn on those chemicals. That means then our thoughts could make us sick. So if it's possible that our thoughts could make us sick, is it possible then our thoughts could make us well? The answer is absolutely yes. You're listening to the Weekly Call Podcast with Austin, Ammer, and John. Welcome. It's enormously important that you do have the right friends. If they make you a better person than you otherwise would be, that's the ultimate gift. It deals, for the most part, with success. It deals with people who you started your life off with and what success does to them. People look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same, like you're doing all this for a reason. Remind yourself this fight that you're in this is what will make you stronger. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Call. We've got Jonathan or Giovanni, whatever his real name is. It's out not, in no, Kelowna, it's BC. Giovanni. Giovanni out in yeah, Kelowna, Giovanni. BC. Uh, <laughs> Amber out in Etobicoke, Ontario, and myself, Austin, out in Elmer, Quebec. Uh, lads, how are we this evening? I'm doing uh, doing pretty good. I, I was doing some thinking this week, and I realized that I feel like I have no idea what the hell you do on a day-to-day basis. I get, I get what John... Yes. Mm. I, I like realized this this week. I'm like, mm. well, I don't know what the heck you, you know, do in, pull, in, in, in Rydell. You, you only tell me when things are exploding or crashing or, you know, tell me, tell me about your day to day. I literally just have no idea what you do now ever since the, uh, the master's oh, degree. Oh man, this is so funny. I know crashing. you've been on some roofs and like you're crashing vehicles, but like, that's, that's yeah. not why you're in. I also wanted to ask you if you have any 
like flashbacks if you ever wake up middle of the night if you have mm. like um intrusive thoughts about that crash no oh, dude first of all i'll screen share my schedule because i can't even answer that question uh like because i think there's a lot of different things that go on in my week um yeah show me show me what you're working uh, and then yeah the that second, was one thing that trish and i observed is that you're in, you're an incredibly busy guy yeah yeah pretty busy pretty pretty busy um okay uh but then the second question is we'll get uh, to yes. that because i don't I no, no, wanna... i i think the short answer is yes but it's 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 more about losing the truck than it is about dying no no no. that, yeah. it, that i think that doesn't matter i think they're both equally as harmful yeah mm, yeah, yeah interesting because yeah. that because what i just asked you are signs of <laughs> of, of ptsd like I, I like i'm just yeah like i wouldn't say it's at the point where it's like no, when when most people hear PTSD, they think like like they're seeing somebody's legs blown off or something in Vietnam. Mm, That's mm-hmm. literally not PTSD. Mm. Um, let me. What I'm is just gonna. PTSD? Yeah, hold on. Let me just ask you ask you a couple of these Dude, questions, oh Austin. Oh my god, that schedule gives me anxiety. Wait, let me take a look. Let me see your schedule. Oh, this makes sense. Okay. So six a.m. Monday to Thursday, I'm working out. Uh, my meetings usually start at eight, so I have. Uh, Monday is my full day of max or half day of max meetings. So I'm working with four different franchises and then I have my weekly meeting with my sales rep. Then I usually eat lunch, get catch up on my emails. And then I'm working on franchise business development stuff. What does that mean? What does that mean? So I'll bring up, uh, after the schedule, Amber, I'll bring up a list of about 60 different projects we have going on. For the 60? Yeah. Six zero. Um, nice. And, and just like, there's i can't really answer that question because there's like so many things right um that's fine then there's like sure then i i had a call with my grandpa then we have a a mandatory calling session every monday night with all franchisees to set up estimates yeah i I was talking um to uh adel and and he was and he was he was that was actually i think you spoke to him during this yes i did i did yeah yeah, yeah. i did yeah you interrupted him hammer how dare you you took him away you took him away from providing value from his franchisees. I don't mind being an interruption. I mean, <laughs> Lily Trademark is interrupting the way people think in the, in the contracting oh, industry. Oh yeah! Oh, there we go. I'm a disruptor, um, and I'm happy to be be that. This and then Tuesday, like for example, every Tuesday morning we have a two hour franchise training on on new topics um, that are seasonal to the business for rookies. <clears throat> but this is from like a marketing sales um, and. Um, organization standpoint so once a week there's marketing and once, sales training once, once a week for two hours yeah it's not really a sales training it's more like a well i guess yeah sh- short short and sweet version yeah sales training sales and marketing training yeah sure. um this would be almost classified as let's say a mastermind okay okay uh, okay and then i have to make my facebook post uh then i'm usually following up on um I'm either calling because my sales rep, Gabe, who's who's a legend, he essentially funnels all of my he he does a lot of our door to door and he funnels all the leads that essentially people who require additional technical information in order to go into an estimate, because essentially there's probably about 20 to 25 percent of clients in roofing that are highly technical. Right. So, like, let's say they, they're very concerned about, like, the ventilation in their attic on their third story. Dude, and one, one gonna, thing I want. And that's going to be their trigger for their decision making. And yeah. so. And so he forwards them to me. So I'm usually calling people here 
yeah, uh, yeah. based on the calling session the night before. Yeah. But yo, awesome, um, awesome. I want to jump in here for a sec. Sure. This was something I, I made a note to mention to you. Okay. Uh, Gabe works for you. Yeah. You used to work for Gabe. Yeah. Um, isn't that crazy? It is and it isn't because Gabe and I had a very interesting relationship from the beginning because, um, you know, I, I joined his business in his first year of running his uh, student works business, right? And I would say after the first or second month of working with him, we were essentially working together. And so, yes, okay. in a sense, I was working for Gabe because I was his painter and his production manager. But at the same time, we weren't, I would say we didn't really have a boss employee relationship. Yeah, that was, that's not what I was saying. I'm saying there was that oh. one point where he cut a check to you. Now you cut a check to him. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think yeah, that's pretty I don't cool. really think about it that way, to be honest, though. I, no, I know. I know you don't because your relationship doesn't fall. Like, I get that. Just remove yeah. all the emotion just, relationship. He's just pointing I'm, out that it's an interesting yeah, fair dynamic. Enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Not just a um, dynamic. I think it's a. I think it's just. Awesome. That 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 I don't know. I, I just love that. I was really thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, that, that's pretty cool because. Shout it, out to Gabe. Actually, that I, I was about to say. That was that, well, that was that was my next point. It's like it takes something for like Gabe to be like not care about that and just care about productivity and becoming, you know, hitting yeah. some of his goals. Yeah. Mm. Gabe is a very special person. I think that he um he's very open in sharing when his ego is getting in the way. And and what I mean by that is not because he's an egotistic person, it's because we all have an ego, right? And so I asked him when we were considering the possibility of working together, you know, like, hey, do you think that you working with me now might pose a threat to our friendship and or maybe rub your ego the wrong way? And he said, yeah, I think it could, honestly. I think if things went really tough and got really hard and I started not producing at the level that I know you expect me to, I think that could weigh on my ego a lot, just given our relationship, right? <laughs> and he was like really open with that. And that's something that I really respected from the beginning i was like i you had the option there to just go no no no, it's fine man like there's nothing to worry about we, we've been doing this before we can do it again right but he was just very authentic and shared so i think that's really respectful and um not a lot of people i think would say that in that situation that's pretty cool okay and we and obviously we spoke about that right and we uh yeah and we did that so i want to i want to ask you about this I, meditate that you, that you have on your on yeah, your yeah. week it, yeah it, what's going on with the monday meditate that's been cannibalized by a phone call yeah well i'm just not consistent with it at all i do it when there's no um so so for example i have a monday meeting with pat at noon but then i move this back let's say an hour usually but honestly it's in there for half an hour every day but my meditation i only do for about five to seven minutes like it's really not yeah, a half yeah. hour thing but like, but do you get my question, like, or where I'm going with that? It's like, well, I think uh, your question's valid because look at how much things actually conflict, right? Like, like this optional calling session conflicts with my estimate and another estimate. Um, you know, hmm. this, you know, this conflicts with my 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 meeting signing an employee conflicted with my LinkedIn post time. Uh, you know, there's all these things that are somewhat conflict. Look, it's all over the place, right? So um, do you think that's inevitable with a busy schedule where things cannibalize each other? Or I, I think do you think, not, do you, think you need think that nuance? Inevitable. Do you think you need that nuance of being flexible? Or do you think that nuance can be dangerous? Well, it has proven to be dangerous 
That's for sure. Like there's some days where I feel like I grind it all day and I st- I'm, I'm even more behind than I was in the morning. Mm. And and I think that sometimes that speaks to how many things are I willingly schedule into my schedule that are like that that I that I can't be two places at once, you know. There's there was um, this video game um that was that it's not like a really a full-blown video game, but it's like this indie game that was released that was called um just say no and you play as this character who's going through like life like throwing work and family and you, you there's only one button in the game and it's space bar and it's just your character saying no <laughs> yo i need to play this game dude this game is, is awesome it's like two bucks probably and i, I would i would 100 pick it up and it's like there's an actual story to oh, it like man. it's not lazy writing at all it's a full story and you wow. and you go through your life and you start noticing the more you say no, the better your life and other people's lives become. Oh which is the big God. disconnect. People think when you say no, other people's lives get worse. But it's through this game you discover like actually saying no can hmm. stop people's patterns, can get people to like sometimes wake up. It it gets you to reclaim your time. Yo. Saying Yeah, there's even like there's a whole book what? written on it that I'm that, that I want to read. But this was easily one of the, my favorite games of 2021. Uh, I, I didn't even play it. I just like watched somebody play it, and I'm like, wow! Like I want to, I want to see this. Is this like a like a like a PlayStation game or how no? Does no, this you can work? just play it on your computer. It doesn't take. Oh, wow. It doesn't need any hard drive like capabilities. But it's just called. I think it's called Just Say No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm so down to play this game. Yeah. Just say no. Yeah. It, it, no, it's called Say No More. Yeah, it's. Uh, what it looks like hey give me give me screen share so you see oh yeah i saw on steam yeah say no question mark more it's on steam 15 bucks um you can even you can even yeah there you go yeah there it is this one damn i'm buying that game and dude it and it so the reason i bring this up is like austin for you and, and this is just my hypothesis around your your calendar but like with your relationship with time, because you're doing ILP, right? So I, I, this is one of the things I discovered through ILP is when you take on so many things, you're going to be constantly saying no to things. Um, but, and John, I want your opinion on this as well. Uh, just taking the basic principle of how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you let something eat into your meditation or like your five-minute breathing time or your phone call with your mom because you feel like this is more important at the moment, that will inevitably, that habit, that okayness, that lack of resistance to have something else cannibalize something else, how my, my hypothesis would be that would also bleed into your love life, health life, and happiness because maybe you're just trying to prioritize wealth. To me, it seems like to have health, wealth, love, and happiness you need to say no to a lot of things to keep things in place or else there might be that one thread that undoes the sweater. What do you think, Austin? I think this overlaps with entropy a little bit. The more you say no, the better you're defending against entropy in your life. Okay, there's that, yeah. I never but made I that connection, that, but that's pretty good. I think that answers your question a little bit, right? Because uh, the, the frequency, like if if you say yes more than 75% of the time in 
professional conversations or personal conversations, I think you could almost guarantee that entropy will affect you significantly. Hmm. And, and entropy, and, and, what's entropy yeah. again? Just explain it. Kind of just like the natural tendency for things to flow to the easiest and least efficient state. Yeah, right? which is so which like, is the second law of thermodynamics. It's like yeah. this actual like phys- like it's in physics, yeah. it's an actual thing. And like in and how and how entropy relates to business is essentially that let's say you try and start a business. Well, entropy is at force against you because the world is essentially trying to make that business not work as well as you want it to. Because in order for your business to be hyper successful and very efficient, you need to have just some excruciating systems in place that really make sure people in your business are, uh, you know, they're, they're very consistent with those systems and they don't step out of line and they don't take short paths and easy paths and they really do follow what your business's code of conduct and strategies are. Meanwhile, the human tendency is to maybe not do that and your business starts to suffer accordingly and, mm. you know, all of your, let's say, door-to-door marketers aren't following the script as much and yeah, you promote what you and, permit and your callers aren't pre-closing as hard as they could and then your estimating team isn't doing estimates as well as they could and it's like all of this is entropy right because running a running something that's hyper or like very resistant to entropy takes so much discipline and time and skill that um but but i think that saying no highly correlates with one's ability to resist entropy because saying no would be like when someone in your business tries to convince you to do something that's different but maybe easier for them as an individual and you just say no becomes your hygiene standard this happened to me earlier this week somebody wanted to join the program but they disagreed on the price they thought that the price should be one thing and i tried to objection handle two hours this call and at the end they were literally offering me a lot of money but it wasn't what the price of the program was and i said and i said no and then i talked to patrick and my other coach jesse and i was like what are your thoughts on this? And he was like, yes, good. And I'm like, okay, good. That was, that's what I was thinking. Um, so, okay, I just wanted to ask you that to see. And if you were to calculate, um, what do you think your yes to no ratio is? How many Fuck. yes? I know, I know. That's interesting, right? What is it? Because I, I give this a lot of thought. How many, how many yeses? do you give before you give a no to to all requests that come Yo, into your honestly, life? Honestly, I've never thought of this before, by the way. I've never even thought of how often I say yes as a percentage. Yes. I'm going to say like 60%, 60, 70%. 60, okay, so what is that? What does that uh, work out to? 60, 70%. Uh, dude, that's... W- so 70% of the time you say yes versus no? I wouldn't go, I mean, again, I was asking for, going I, on, I, a, a, I, uh, like, like, I'm asking for a ratio, here. like a ratio, like how many yeses before you give a no? Like for every, I, I guess, guess that's I kind guess, of a, like let's a Let's say question. three to one. Let's say three to one. Three yeses to one no. Is that, does that equate to 70%? What was the conversion? 66.67%. Oh, okay, okay. Well, cool, no, cool. that'd be 75% yes, but. Yeah. Because it's out of four, right? Oh, I guess it's a yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, big math guy, me. Um, yeah, that makes so I would say one out of like a ratio, but no, because then it would be a ratio of one to two, isn't? A ratio of one to two is fifty percent. 
Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Okay. So I'm saying a ratio of one to three. One to three. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was asking about ratios. Like, I'm a, yeah, kind of, yeah. so they can be confusing. So I'm saying one no for three yeses. Yeah. Have you, so think of some people you look up to. What what would you guess they're? <laughs> Yo, well, just to crazy? start, just to start, I think John is, I'm going to say 70% no. Maybe even 80%. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to, John, what's well, your Well, I, I guess no I don't ratio? know either. It's just my, it's my thought. But I Sorry, think like, that. Uh, maybe I'm just lost here. Like, what is it that I'm saying yes or no to? Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the thing that like I struggle with, like even just in trying to even just calculate that would be. Like requests. Like, well, yeah, but, but you, I mean, so, uh, so. Cause interesting, like, okay. So like, if so like, for example, if someone gives you a quote to do something and you never get back to them, I don't consider that a no. No, that's part of your process. I'm saying like a request. Oh, like, no, no, okay, no, 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 but I'm, but no, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, yeah, yeah. Like, so like, for example, like, it, like if I, like if someone like would say like, I, like, for example, I like, like one of the things I have to do tomorrow is actually like on my schedule, I have to say no to someone. So like, I have a guy who <laughs> I uh, w- was giving me some quote, a, a quote to uh, bring in some foreign workers and I have to email him tomorrow to say, to say no. Right. And it basically just reject the proposal. But if I didn't get back to him, I wouldn't consider that a no. Does that make sense? So like, there's some things that like you would think are no's that are actually yeses or, but they're, sorry, they're not necessarily yeses, but they're, but they're definitely not a no, which is the, there's a gray area there. And then vice John, versa. I think if you're intentionally ignoring him though, that's a no. But yeah. if you genuinely just you know, didn't you know answer. Why I don't think it's actually a no though is because guess what? He'll follow up and that's going to be another email two weeks from now. And then two weeks later, another email. So, so you're saying, no. what are you saying no to? You're saying yes to, you're saying yes to getting a follow-up. Yeah, but, yeah, but you but again, you know you're going to say no. There's if assumptions if he, he's going to follow up. If he called you, John, instead of emailing yeah. you and said, "John, how you doing? Are we good to go on this proposal?" you'd say no. For example, your friend calls you. I mean, some things have definite dates. Your friend calls you and says, "Hey, yo, let's do something this Saturday." You're like, "Yeah, I'll 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 see." That's not a no and it's not a yes. So um, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. I think there's gray area that I'm I'm struggling to calculate. Sure, okay. Like, so for your case, yeah. let's get rid of gray areas. Like I'll give you maybe I'll give you some examples of requests. Like, hey John, can you email me the quote as well? Hey John, do you want to come over and watch the UFC fight? Hey John, do you want to tr- try this new like food that I found? Hey John, do you want to come work out with me? Yeah, it's like ninety percent no. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm cool. saying. Hey cool. John, do you want to try skiing? No. Yeah. <laughs> Why? No. Hey John, there's this book I, I'm reading. Do you want to check it out? I say no to explanations too. When someone's like. Can you give me an explanation? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, John, I think that... Paint, painters one of the like, biggest... hey, uh, I don't think we need to use the drop sheets anymore. No. I you think one to. of the biggest <laughs> difference is between you and me is that, honestly. Well, honestly, I'll be honest. This is such a timely conversation. Like, it's almost like Amber read my mind because Trish and I were actually talking about this because Trish is like, hey, John, like, basically, like, how come you don't... Uh... I think this is how the conversation went. Yeah, but she's like, "Hey, like, how come you don't call Austin? Like, you because you, you call Amber." I said, "Austin's too fucking busy. Like, I don't, I don't actually bother calling you because wow, you're just so damn. busy. I, it's not even like I, I honestly, I don't even call you because I just, I know that you're so busy that you're not even like you're just not. That's you're actually not, you're not, fair. I'm, I know that I'm not able to get a hold of you. 
But here's the thing. Yo, that's you dangerous. You would be able to get a hold of me. Maybe. Because but... I'd say yes. I'd fucking pick up the phone. Well... But John, John, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Let me. I need to mediate this because this is gold. This is gold. Uh, John, what gives you the impression that Austin is busy? There's, there's things that happened in the past that gave you like the impression, like, oh, if I call, I'll probably like be faced with like a brick wall or a reschedule or something like that. Where did that come from? Well, from my experience, when I call Austin, now taking mind, I mean, you know. Tons of people fall into this category, right? But sure, sure, sure. from my experience, when I call when I when, when I called Austin in the past, it, it was difficult to get a hold of him. But then also, I yeah, I don't know. I just I find that whenever there's there's scheduling things, Austin is typically the most difficult to schedule around because he has so many things on the go, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And it's usually not a preference thing. Like, it's not like a, hey, man, like, I don't, you know, I don't want to do this at like seven because I don't want to get up early. It's like, hey, man, I can't do this at seven because I have this, right? Like, there's always, yeah. a, there's like, you know, there's always, so yeah. that that's just my impression of like, you know, Austin's always busy. Yo, I, literally, just to show you how deeply, no, go ahead. No, 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 because I, I want to finish the thought here is how many people in, and I'm not asking just you, Austin, but I'm just asking myself as well. It's like, how much people, how many people in our lives had that impression of us who want to reach out, but never do? And ha- is that a good thing or a bad thing? Bad, bad thing, in my opinion. I recently talked to Jocelyn about this because because I realized that the calls are effectively just one way. Like I'm always calling Jocelyn, but she's never calling me. And so I was like, hey, like you know, we should actually like fix this ratio. Like you should be calling mm. me more. Like I never actually thought about that. Like I never. Yeah. It was until like recently wow. that you know where like there was that in again timely there was a bunch of entropy that was kicking into my business, and so we had to address that and. It was just interesting. I was like, hey, you know, it's something that I've actually let go is the fact that like, I'm not really coaching you anymore. Like you're kind of just doing your thing, but you're never calling, you know, so, so there was like levels of entropy, right? Where it's like, this person is being held accountable by this person, which is being held accountable. But it's like, I I think at some point in time, though, don't you think that there's a foul? I mean, someone has to just be fucking accountable, (laughs) like in the sense that someone actually has to be the reliable person, right? Because if everyone's relying on someone else, then like, you know, who's who's the fucking like, who's the God, you know, or is there circles here? Like, you know, (laughs) no, John, that's a great point. And I had a conversation. Last question. I had multiple conversations like this with Mark, by the way. I just want to throw that in there. Similar thing. Yeah. Last question, John, if, if Austin once just called you out the blue and said, Hey man, I know I'm really busy, but just to let you know, you may not know this, but I have you saved as a favorite on my contacts. So whenever you reach out to me, no matter what's going on, I will pick up or call you back within 30 minutes. So feel free to reach out whenever, man. And then, you know, you guys hang up. Would that change anything about the way that you would approach Austin? If he said it sincerely and he reached out to you and was being proactive? Or would you feel like you would be a nuisance or like taking a risk by giving him a call that he might not pick up? No, like there's definitely a, there's definitely a component that I don't call Austin because I feel like I would be disturbing his schedule for sure. So if he's had that conversation with you, would that change anything or no? I mean, I'm sure I would, I mean, I'm sure it would change things and I would call him more, but, but I still wouldn't call Austin to have like an hour long conversation randomly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually agree with that. And I wonder how you can change that. 
And and I feel like that's just well, like no, a hold on. Does he need to change it though? No, 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 <laughs> I no, wonder. no. Like no, Tristan's no. got a similar thing. That's not thing the assumption. Going. That's not the assumption. I'm I'm saying there will be relationships in our lives down the line, like like our kids, for example, or just like building a, a deeper relationship with your family or your spouse, your wives. Like, how how do you reverse that to to have that communication? Like, you know, well, here's, here's one for you, Amber, that, that I, that I think about, which is kind of on the same line. One thing that I, that I'm trying to be more aware of is that I am afraid that I like am, uh, am and will going forward, um, be too dominant in the, let's say like mental landscape of my relationship with Trisha, such that her ideas aren't heard, you know, or that, um, you know what I mean? Because no, I, I'm such I, a I say yeah. I say yeah, yeah from that my perspective as well. No, no, I, that's what I take it as. Yeah, but it, yeah. So like, so her not being heard, which could potentially, you know, th- there could be some resent there, right? I mean, imagine being in a relationship where your ideas are, are never heard. Um, but then there's also a balance of, yeah. I mean, that's. That, I mean, that, that's it. I mean, that's it. I mean, basically, I'm just. That's something that I've that I've been aware of. And then also in my in, in even in my business as well, making sure that um, I'm uh, not just bull rushing everything. Like even with clients, right? Like as in just like this is the way we're doing things, right? Yeah. Entropy, but how, how do you? Re- but Entropy how do you reverse a, it? Well, how do you do that? I, I have know, some man. I have some ideas, but I want to see what you guys like have because I spent some time on this, and it's. Like, I don't. I mean, it, it it seems like there's not a glamorous way of doing it. Like, as in, it seems like if you want, if you know, you know, use it or lose it, basically, right? It seems like if you want to keep something, you just got to continue using it, right? Like, if you want to, you know, just have it build, together, build that pattern. Yeah, you just. Yeah, I think I think I mean I I I I think that sometimes you know, and, and Jocelyn and I both kind of fall into this camp sometimes where we both just would love to, for there just to be a state of equanimity without us having to fucking, you know, have to constantly oh, be on top of it. Yo. Like, yeah. Just waving the, the flag. No, no, and I want to hear now. What no, you no, 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 no. Austin's probably relating to what I'm fucking saying. It's just no, 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 no. That exactly. Mark and I have had legitimately that conversation at least 30 times in the last three years. Yeah, like, no, I mean, well, Jocelyn because, and I had one of those because today. Because we... we we essentially have a circle in our relationship, Mark and I, because you have to keep in mind, like we are really good friends outside of our business and in our business as well. But we, we have the tendency to kind of like, quote unquote, shoot the shit. Right. So, so like, let's say things are going really well. Like all of our crews are operating efficiently and profitably. All of our clients are five out of five happy. Um, all of our orders are placed for next week. All of our production planners are done for next week. You know, it's just like a perfect scenario, right? Yeah. No, I know. We exactly could easily about. find ourselves like two days later, almost, I wouldn't say rock bottom, but like literally it just felt like you're I know what you mean. literally, it just feels like you're looking this way. And then a Mack truck just like fucking hits you in the face. Like it, it Dude, like, like blindsides you. 100%. And then Mark and I are just like, what happened, man? Like what, like what, sorry, what happened? Like, and, and, and I'm like, how did this, how do we not see this? Like, where did you not see this coming from? How did this pop up? Like, how did we miss this diagnosis? How did we not see this issue arising? And then we'll be like, okay, now we got to be really serious with it. And we got to talk every morning and, and like, we got to have a check-in at 10 and at noon and at two and all these things. 
and then we'll get right back up to the top part and then we'll be like okay great we'll talk we'll talk twice a day and this then is just life. the cycle like this is not this is not just it, work literally it is no, no, but no, it's no, just but, but austin like do you i mean like trisha and i for example like you know it's like like there'll be something like you know that you know she's doing habitually right or that i'm doing habitually and then it's like oh like entropy kicks in it's like hey this is a big fucking deal why are we not doing this anymore yeah and then it's like boom, yeah literally we, we take shit seriously for like a week and then you know like so yeah i don't i don't know i mean to me like i yeah. i uh man it's crazy i sometimes admittedly struggle with the mental side of it i usually get over it pretty quick but sometimes i'm just like man like like good fucking lord you know like uh but you're talking then, about then that realize, cycle john what are you talking I, about though? your struggle with what well, exactly well, so he, this is one thing that I'm actually becoming aware of that I think is dangerous. I don't think I have enough people around me that are calling me out on my shit. Mm, damn. So, so my that's, life that's is a, a, a situation where basically like, so like, you know, in my, you know, my relationship with Trisha, but also my relationship with Jocelyn, my relationship with my painters, like I tend to like, you know, it seems like I'm somehow positioned as like, like no one isn't, it doesn't seem like anyone is anyone in a, is in a position to call me out on my shit. So I'm constantly having to like keep people in check and keep, you know, fight. Well, what about Corey? For me? What about Corey? I would say at this point, you know, Tri Corey and I's relationship, I think has fully entropied. <laughs> if that's a word. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, it's, it's, like yeah. so what? So what do you do? Do you do you reset expectations with Corey? I think so. I've actually been thinking about this for a while. I think that Corey and I have a serious chat. I mean, it's, 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 it's like, uh, like I, I have a hard time believing that our calls are productive for him or I anymore, you know, like in the sense that it's to the point where like, I actually miss the days when Corey would call me out and say like, Hey man, like, why is this fucking not being, you know? So I just, mm. you know, Corey doesn't really have a pulse on my business like he used to, which is fine. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, it's kind of the nature of it, but yeah, I mean, like our our like I our calls are are no are no longer really coaching. They're kind of glorified like stat recallings or uh, recalling things. Like it's basically just us talking about stats. And one of the things too is I just really want someone. Like it's almost like it, I almost feel like a sense of self sabotage where I'm just like craving negative feedback. When I say negative, so John, I'm just like I want critical. Can, feedback. can I step in here? Um, yeah. First things first, I'm just going to share something that Corey sent the podcast. He said, remember we were making fun of the 49ers? Yeah. He said, oh, now you're ripping on my Niners? Gloves are off, boys. <laughs> he did not like that we were shit-talking the 49ers. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> he was texting me about it. And yeah. he was like, Corey also uh, was, was honest about it. He's like, I definitely do not pronounce Megan's last name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I, I wanted to share that... Um, in my fourth year of working with Patrick as my coach, I had a talk with him, uh, I think it was around this time last year, maybe in March. Actually, no, you know what? You know what it was? It was in May. It was in May 2021. And I called Patrick and I was like, look, Pat, like, I really think that our relationship as coach and business or coach and athlete, whatever you want to call it, has kind of entropied into this state of like a superficial check-in. And I would yeah, that's really, basically all I'm doing yeah, right now. But no, yeah. but I and I said that exactly. And I said I would really appreciate if you pretended like you were coaching a rookie operator again and pretend like everything I'm doing, you know, is kind of not there yet. And talk to me like I'm trying to learn from zero. But, um, but yeah. keep the keep the 
keep the knowledge that you have in mind of me with where I am and how I'm operating, but pick me apart like I'm a like I'm a I'm a rookie franchisee telling you that I know everything. You know what I mean? And 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 then and I and he's like, okay, that's really interesting to hear. And and why do you say that? And all these things because I felt like I was running into issues or challenges in my business that could have easily been diagnosed in a weekly call with someone like Pat because he would have if he would have dug deep enough he would have seen some stuff and he would have asked me some Dude, stuff. Dude, that's the thing, right? Cuz you know, right? Cuz you know, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. Like but like but but it, it has to come from yes, but it has to come from the place that, uh, what I mean by this John is when you talk to Corey or or and, and when I spoke to Pat, the biggest thing is and I don't, and I don't think you will do this by the way. I'm just No, no Austin, so I I fully understand it. what you're talking about right now. Yeah, it's just like, hey, like you're an amazing coach and you know, um, and let's try this. Like, cause, cause realistically, like I think about the people I was coaching last year, half my team were veterans and I'm talking to them differently than the people who are also veterans, but weren't coached by me the first year. So it's like, if they're, if they have more experience. Hey, Austin, I, I, I don't, I think I can navigate the conversation and not trip up Corey's ego about it. I'm not sure. trying to tell you what to do, John. I'm just saying that like, so that everyone here, including listeners understand, like there's not really a, there's never really an issue with like sometimes with but here, a very good coach you talk, that though. you have. Look, like look here. I'm yeah, but I'm just thinking. Yo, let the guy talk, man. <laughs> John, you you don't like when I do that, eh? I really don't. No, I because I sometimes I I feel like you're not talking to me at all. Like because like it's like I'm you know like I don't know. I just but I do that in person too. Like it's Maybe. not just a like I'm just thinking about like how to articulate my words better. For some reason, when I'm looking at someone. I, I lose the ability to like articulate better or think more. I don't know what it is. Maybe sometimes, that's when I feel like, when, sometimes when I feel like I'm talking to you though, is I feel like, like you like pull up to my house and then do another lap around the block like four or five times, you know, like rather what, than just what coming to my driveway right away. Yeah. I don't get that. Oh, like you beat well, you like, in the bush. Yeah. Mm. Like I, like I, I, like I, like I feel like I get what you're saying and then you continue on, <laughs> you know, like as in like, I don't need any further explanation. I think we talked about this in Quebec. It was just like yeah, uh, maybe, but I think I think what you're speaking about is using like you sold me. Like I'm good. You know what I mean? Like I'm ready to sign the contract, and you and you keep me around for another hour. <laughs> oh, bro, that cut deep. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean, though. I do, but I also think that the point I was trying to make there was that. Everyone included in this conversation, including all of our listeners, understood that there is a point to which when you, when you get to with your coach where this conversation has to happen and and possibly you aren't the only one to need to understand that, right? No, I get that, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Austin, Austin, I've, Austin. I've been per- well, hold on, but I mean, I've been purposely avoiding that conversation to some degree. Yeah, you know? fair enough. Exactly. Which is yeah. kind of interesting, right? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of like, this is like Robert California kind of shit, but you know, like, like that stereotype of like the business guy who like, and I'm like totally not into this by the way, but this is kind of just, I thought, I thought, I thought of this, I, I understood it for the first time. Okay. Uh, you know, like those, like the, the stereotype of the business guy who's like into like that really, like, you know, he's like into getting like choked or whatever, you know, like the guy like goes to like Thailand and he like, is into like some like hardcore, like, you know, sex fetish or whatever, where he's like being dominated. You, you seem, you seem to have a pretty good idea of it, but yeah, go on. No, 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 no. I'm saying. I can understand that for the first time. Like, I feel like I'm so craving critical feedback because I just, I'm just not getting it in my life. 
know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I almost feel like people, like the people around me, just assume that I just have my shit together. Mm. Well, I think I, I, you put there off was that aura, th- though. I will oh, share for this. Sure. What, what, what am I supposed to do? Not, <laughs> you know, what, no, what, what, I don't mean yeah. that you're not supposed to yeah. do that. I just mean that people in general might think that that is the case, myself included. You know, well, I would think, but for sure, but I would, but I would think that you give off the aura of having your shit together, but. I would also think that you have a coach responsible for picking you apart each week, right? I think those two things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't have, like, I, well, but this is the thing, though. There's things to me that are so incredibly obvious that I'm, that I'm having to work on, but, but like, no one else, it doesn't seem like everyone else, like, hold on. If they are obvious, no one's calling them out. Which is like to me, I'm just like, where? Like, okay, so John, come? let me let me ask you a couple of questions. Remember how earlier we said, what does Austin do to perhaps give away that aura that he's busy? Austin, what are some things or habits that John does that give uh, away the aura that he doesn't need feedback or would not welcome feedback? Very simple. Mm. He's extremely disagreeable. So when you have something that you don't disagree that you don't agree with john sometimes you feel and i'm just so i'm yeah, just asking you, let me ask you a question like would you purposely hold back because you don't want to go through that maybe that confrontation because it's just easier <laughs> Yo, it's, it's funny. less yeah, resistance like, like i, I would have never entropy. i would never say that but yes okay, and how many times do you say in the past um 16 weeks did that feeling emerge and you shot it down we're like oh, i would man. say like well, considering that 90% of the time that John and I are speaking, it's on a recorded podcast, I would say it's less so because I think for the sake of the podcast, I'm willing to challenge him. I'm willing to go there, right? When we're in person and just like chatting, I would say like maybe it's, it's hard to give you a number, but I would say maybe one out of every th- three things, like one out of every three occurrences, I that's don't a, That's just a 30% filter. That's that's all. That's 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 yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So because uh, so, I think that, but but I'll just I'll just put a little asterisk on that because I think that also has to do with me because for me I know I have a hard time not engaging in an argument from the personal side. No, no, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that's necessarily something to say poorly yeah. of John, but it's just like. But I here's the thing. I know that's my default. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think if I, I feel like all three of us should not only be responsible for our actions, but also how we show up in the world. Damn. Yes, of course. It's like how, how we, we might appear to somebody else. What do you think of that statement? That we should also be responsible for how our actions may land to somebody else. Do you mean like, in like Austin? That John has to I be mean, responsible for. No, no, being like Austin. Like Austin, okay. do you feel like you have a responsibility for yourself to maybe not appear as unapproachable or busy in your life? Do you feel like that's a responsibility that you should? take on or do you think that's other people's problems and other people's like thing to figure out how to Mm. perceive you or do you think that's something that you can't possibly have control over wow that's a that's an interesting question so so while yeah while you think about it i'll ask john john i'll ask you my my instant i mean i'd have to think about that longer but my instant reaction is i can't control how something lands for someone like i mean i can influence it to some degree but ultimately you know like i'm not saying you know there's a dichotomy there because of course you can't control how uh someone how something lands but at the same time if i was to slap you know austin in the face i'm f- like i, I can be fairly confident that that's not going to land well right so 
you know, so well, it's not going to land well because I dodge it. Ooh, it won't. It wouldn't, it wouldn't land. It wouldn't land at all. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. that but was... but um, but so you, you can see where there's a dichotomy there of like, okay, like you know, you can't control how something lands, but at the same time, you know, you 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 like it, it's a paradox almost. You know? Yeah, but John, it's not. It, it, there is a dichotomy, but I don't think it's a fifty-fifty dichotomy. Meaning, I'm sure you've met a lot of people who are universally known as being nice people. But there's always that odd person, like there's that one out of 10 or like there's that like one out of five people who might think that they're annoying or like too cheery. Of course, we can't we can't control for that. But I think when if you start doing a survey like like Austin, if you did a survey in your life and you ask like 20 of the closest people, how many of them would also have that perception that you're too busy and unapproachable? I'm not, I'm not asking them. you, but like but like. I feel like that's a like a responsibility. Like uh, John, if you serve twenty of the closest people, how many people would say that you're unapproachable or seem uh, like trouble to try and like challenge on something? I feel like we have a responsibility to that. We can't control everything. Just, just to clarify, because I I, I, and cause I do the, see what the, you're saying. The, the wording the wording uh, is slightly different here. It's not so much challenge me per se. I mean, maybe maybe that's the word. Well, that's what Austin said. For no, but for me, it was it was, I I find it like I um, I'm not getting critical feedback. I I don't know if I would consider that challenging though. Like it's not like it's not like I have some sort of belief and then someone's going to challenge that belief. It's more like hey, like here's the shit that John needs to improve upon. Where's my critical feedback? You know what I mean? Like I have to basically be that. I have to be that for myself. But you don't think critical feedback requires some sort of challenge for me to say, Hey, Am, like John, Ammer, I, Ammer, Ammer, Ammer. I'm not, I'm not, I just, I'm saying, I'm saying the, the word challenge didn't land the same way critical feedback does. It just, you know, it's not like a, okay, sure. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with the word challenge necessarily. I just, when you said challenge, I just wanted to create that small distinction to be like, that's what I actually meant though, is the critical feedback. Okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. Sure. If critical we both mean the same thing, then all good. Yeah. 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 So critical feedback then. I if just didn't want it confu- to be confused with I have a belief that I'm that people are you know like or like no one wants to contact John because you know I'm I'm worried about or I don't want to bring up this thing to John because I don't want I don't, I don't, I don't want to challenge his beliefs. It was more like a critical feedback of like like when John makes a mistake, how come you know where's my fucking where you know where's my bowl of humble soup, right? Seems like it seems like uh, yeah I don't know. I mean maybe, maybe that's just the life of being a business owner though, or to some degree, right? Like yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Like, if, if if you serve it twenty of the closest people in your life, John, how many of them would say that you're maybe too intimidating to give critical feedback to? I would say that just in this, like, if you just take that little snapshot of the last minute and a half of that dialogue between John and Ammer, that the wrong person could classify John's presence in that conversation as being unapproachable. Yeah, no, I was just realizing that too. Like even even my unwillingness to accept the word challenging in there, you know? Yeah, like I don't see that as being anything like of an issue because I know you very well. But I could see that as like for let's say the average individual being like, why is this guy getting lost on that? No, I get why that. Why is he picking me apart on that? But, but John- and so then I'm not going to, and then what I'm learning is I'm not going to uh, try and speak as much around john because maybe he'll do that to me or something but this is my point know. though but then but then but i mean to me though then that's instantly i would be like well yeah but like no i get that, your but point then now, but then now they're arguing from a personal standpoint yeah, versus yeah. looking at it from the conversation right but i'm saying why can't someone look at my shit and, and you know like and this is this is me bitching about because i know how imperfect i am i know how many fuck-ups i have like you know i know all these things i'm fucking up i'm aware of like all these things i need to improve upon and i 
feel like the people around me are so oblivious to the fact that I, there's so many flaws here. And that, that's John, what I the find fr- frustrating. Is that you are fully, mm. you are, you have fully uh, and successfully distanced the ideas from the person. Right? Like when you're talking to Ammer about challenge versus, uh, what was the word? Challenge versus what? Critical feedback. Critical feedback. I don't view that as you challenging Ammer. I view that as you talking to Ammer and there's a third object in the room and you're looking at the third object and trying to decipher it. But I know that that's the way you talk and that's the way you are and that's the way we talk to one another. Sometimes we get tripped up on a personal level, but not as rare, not as commonly. I think that that, John, the disagreeableness is actually maybe misunderstood. Maybe you're just a little bit more obsessed with getting to the root, like the foundation of an argument and under and uncovering all these rocks and flipping them over and seeing what's really there in the conversation. And some people interpret that as like a, Hey, why is this guy attacking that person? You know what I mean? I don't, I'm saying you might be disagreeable, but not as disagreeable as you think because you've fully distanced ideology from the individual. Whereas the people you're talking to might not at all feel that way. Or have well, that you know, distanced? Do you, okay, so like, yeah, I I could I could understand that. Like that that, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. My theory on it is that okay. So again, like back to like what you can control. You know, you say I can't yeah. control whether or not other people give me critical feedback. Like, like I mean, I I could, yeah. I could try and I could try and be someone who's maybe. But then again, you also don't want to be open to all critical feedback. There's, you know, you don't want to start getting feedback from people who, you know, have opinions that are irrelevant to you. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to just open the floodgates. I mean, there's, there's, there's clearly, there's getting no critical feedback and there's getting too much critical feedback, right? Kanye West, probably getting too much, right? Um, but you, you, you can't control whether or not other people are going to give you critical feedback, but you can control whether you give yourself critical feedback. So it seems like mm-hmm. I've always kind of been in a place where I'd rather not necessarily reveal my weaknesses and just kind of keep, you know, keep those to myself because I would rather just work on myself independently. You know, you believe that? Yeah. Hmm. Do you feel like you're I'm, that I'm, 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 oh yeah, for sure. I'm skeptical of, uh, you know, hmm. being too revealing, you know, definitely. Interesting. Like, well, I'll, I'll give that you an that example. Might be, maybe Corey's okay. picked up on that, right? And maybe, maybe he's also trying to filter his, 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 like, approach to you accordingly, maybe, right? Yeah, maybe. Well, certainly, man. I mean, you know, it's quite possible that people filter, you know, like, mm-hmm. why most people do. I'll give you an example. Today, um, I had, I had a really interesting experience when I was at a, at a quote. It was it was the weirdest sensation I've ever had. Uh, and <laughs> it was the first. It, no, well, it was the it was the first time it's ever happened to me. And I was sitting there doing the quote, and I was so. so do you remember how we talked about um, having a clear mind? Yes. Can you remind mind me mind. specifically of the conversation? Like, what, what, well, yeah, sorry, a clear mind during estimates. Sorry, specifically, like how it's oh, so important oh. to have a clear mind during estimates, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's important to have a clear mind during any. I mean, like, what's yeah. the thing that you don't want a clear mind for? I don't know, yeah, but, yeah. but specifically, um, my mind was so unclear. Like at the time, like I, there was just there was so much going on in my head. This is the first time this has ever happened. I couldn't do the math. Like, like I asked you, like, like I was sitting there and 
normally I can just do mental, I, I can like, if you just give me like, once I have all my measurements uh, for the quote, I can just do the whole thing, like just in mental math. I, I just, I sat there basically just staring at the paper as if it was fucking Chinese for like five minutes. What caused it? N- numerous things. But, but point being though, I actually sat there and I actually contemplated whether I was going to have to actually call the client and say, Hey, I actually had an emergency. I have to leave. Cause like, it was like, I actually just, I couldn't refocus. Was that scary? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, something I'll share with you too, is that last year, um, I, I had an event like this very similar and I was, um, sitting in a client's driveway in my car, writing up a quote and literally I went blind. I, I don't, I don't mean to like sugarcoat this. I literally mean that over the course of a minute, I started losing vision in one of my eyes. And then within 30 seconds, I couldn't see. Like, like I could see in my periphery, like I could see light. It wasn't like dark, but I could just see that. I was like, oh my God, I I can't see right now. Like if I, if I had to drive somewhere, I'd be toast. I'd be, I'd be driving into things. Yeah. And then I went home. I was very scared. You know, I was very like, what the hell just happened to me? Did I just have a stroke? You know, what's going on? And I realized that for the past, I I had worked for the last 32 days. I had maybe exercised three times. I had maybe, uh, you know, I had probably drank for like, I don't mean drank like in excess, but I've like probably had a few casual beers, uh, you know, like three to five beers, 10 out of those 30 days. Um, you know, which over the course of 30 days is like 10 to fit or, or 30 to 50 drinks. Right. So not, not a small amount. And like, I probably slept for like six and a half, seven hours a night. And, you know, I didn't see my, like I was essentially just so, and this was during like the production season where I was still selling. And it was like that, you know, that, that crossover period, just super busy. And like, I was very, you know, scared and emotional with Miranda. Like I thought essentially like my body was telling me to to, to literally stop what I was doing, you know, because I was working 14, 16 hours a day for, for 30, 30 plus days. And, uh, you know, I, at the end of the year, I look back, I'm like, Hey, I had a great year. You know, I, I did all these things and whatever, but I'm like, damn, I have such a bigger commitment this year to my health. And John, I want to know for you, like, are you, what do you think, like I shared what I thought, I think caused it for me. I think I was just essentially working and I was a bit, I was really scramble minded. And my brain was kind of just having a moment there where it was trying not to die. Um, what do you think caused it for you? I don't know. I really don't. Do you think that like you also have a lot of stuff going on in your, in like to what I described though, like with my example, I, it's like the, the I have all is, these man, thoughts, and there's there's so many moving things. No, it's interesting, man. I, I've um, you know, I've uh, been super consistent in all my habits. You know, like my reading is is right where it's normally at. Um, I, I'm like I'm working out more than I've ever worked out before. Uh, my huh. food, I've never ate healthier. Um, well, I can see you're, you're getting emotional though. Like, what are you making well, it this was, mean? It was, like, well, like, that was my question. Well, no, um, because I think we have a moment of relapse, right? But I want it. Like, what are you well, making this it, mean? It, it, well, I don't. I actually don't know what I'm making it mean. Um, well, 
it, it was scary. Yeah. What, okay. what, what, what was scary? Was it that the lack of control, the surprise, the, the, the revealing that you are, like there might be some weakness? What was scary about it? Mm, mm-hmm. What was scary about it was, I, I mean, at least, this is this is a story I, I'm telling myself, but I think what was so scary was that I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go into there and actually perform into the client's wow. home. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What, what does it mean to you when you can't perform? I mean, a lot of things come to mind, but nonetheless, um, yeah, I, I was, I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to go in there and actually perform that as if that was going to be like, um, <laughs> you ever like, uh, seen like space jam, you know, like when they all miss the ball and then they, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. What a good analogy. No, but, yeah, but like, like, I honestly, just want to, that's what it felt like for a second. It felt like, yeah, it felt like, like you I, literally like, lost your, your monster. Like it just. No, like imagine you're dribbling the ball and then all of a sudden it just stuck to the ground. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like it, like it felt like something when I, when I was doing that quote, like literally it felt like gravity like didn't like didn't exist for a second. It's crazy. John, when when you think of the idea of you not being able to perform because that is what your biggest fear was in that moment, right? When you think of the idea of not being able to perform, what do you make that inability mean? Well, I mean, certainly there's a lot of my identity that's wrapped up in my ability to perform, you know? Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. Like, uh, and I think it's wrapped up in my identity as well for me. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, you know, it was like, uh, oh, (laughs) there's a chink in the armor, you know? Mm. Do you have this? This was the most devastating, this was the most devastating thing for me because I experienced that for a year. (laughs) So it completely (laughs) broke me down as a person. And and then had John, to rebuild back up. Who do you feel like you need to perform for? Myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My future mm-hmm. self. Can I can I so offer it, this? It, it has nothing to do with anyone else. Um. Well, I mean, certainly, I, I, I mean, like, no, I mean, like, yeah, of course, it, I mean, like, I, I want to perform for the client, I want to perform for my for my employees, I want to perform for Trisha, you know, what I mean, like, I, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to deliver results. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would, mm-hmm. I would definitely say that there's, you know, there's other people involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I want to take this opportunity, John, if you can actually take a moment, can you check the chat? Um, Because I remember how you said you're not getting critical feedback. 
over the past four weeks, I've been actually compiling some critical feedback for you. And I, I'm still working on it, but I still feel like it's not complete. But this, this seems like a good opportunity. Can you actually just mute your mic for a second, complete what I just sent you? You probably have done this before. You may have heard of it. Uh, just yeah, try and I've, ta I've actually taken these like tests and I, and I actually take them, I take them probably every six months just to okay. kind of, yeah. So can so you do I'm it right now? Familiar. Well, I'm pretty familiar with what my results are going to be. I mean, I took this, I take the test every six months for the last five years. Well, when was the last time you took it? I want to say September of last year of 2021. And, and you don't think, cause that September was six months ago almost, right? No, I mean, I could, I could retake it. I mean, my, my results have been fairly consistent. Oh, they have been okay. Yeah, like is it like this is like a I don't know I don't know how this one gets measured, but like is it is it, there's Machiavellianism, um, psychopathy, yeah, and and um, narcissism, and, and narcissism, yeah. So so for psychopathy, I've I've always rated like somewhere in like one to four percent, like it, it you know shifts like very, so slightly, like very low, yeah, you mean? yeah, yeah. And then for uh -huh. narcissism, it fluctuates between like. The lowest I've ever scored was 11. The highest I've ever scored, I think, was like 36. And then for Machiavellianism, I've scored somewhere between 11 to 25. Oh, okay. So you don't feel like, like doing the test? I mean, I could definitely do the test, but I, I just, like, I'm just letting you know that, like, That's okay. I, I've taken this test probably a dozen times. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's like this, can, the current can you still take it? In, it wouldn't, I could definitely take it, but not right now. This, there's cool. Okay. Yeah, basically all the all the research shows that if you take a take a test like this when you're in an emotional state that it's just not it's just oh not good. Yeah, yeah oh yeah. okay that's what you're controlling for i respect yeah. that okay yeah. cool hey guys austin here just wanted to check in mid-episode and thank you so much for your ongoing listenership and commitment to the podcast we have some of the most enormously positive data with regards to how long our listeners listen to episodes for meaning we can tell the vast majority of our listeners listen right from the first to the last second of the recording which in the world of podcasting is just completely unheard of so we wanted to just stop in here mid-episode and say thank you for being you you guys are absolutely awesome because of this overwhelmingly positive data over the last two years, we decided it would be a great idea for both us and our listeners to launch a Patreon. A Patreon is essentially a platform that you can subscribe to to get more connected with myself, John and Ammer, and the podcast as a whole. So whether you're a massive fan of the podcast and want to get direct individual coaching from myself, Ammer, or John, or want to just have early access to episodes and chip in a few dollars a month to help us take this podcast to the next level, bring on more guests and provide more value, there are tiers that are built for you, I can guarantee it. If you wanted to look into Patreon, get more information about how you could gain more value through the podcast and really augment your listening experience, you can check out our link in our Instagram at the weekly call pod on Instagram or simply press pause on this episode, go into the show notes, click the Patreon link and check out more details about the tiers we have available there. Thanks so much guys. And thank you so much for continuing to listening to the weekly call podcast. Now back to the episode. Um, so I want to, I want to go back. I made, I made some notes cause we actually have been jumping around pretty productively, but sometimes leaving some stuff behind. Mm. 
Uh, John, you never actually answered this, and he and he said you want to think about this, and also Austin, you said you want to think about it. So like, let's <laughs> let's just like let's just actually think about it right now. Like there's nothing yeah, else. There's, there's no there's no pace here, but actually take a second and think how much responsibility do you have about how you show up to other people. Um, think of like really think about it. Austin. Like how much responsibility do you show up or you? land? How how what you say lands for other people? Like, how much responsibility, for example, does Austin have to how he may appear to you as being busy? How much of that is, jo- is like, Austin's responsibility to, to maybe have that better communicated? Love. That he's busy, very hard to approach. Yeah, no, I think, I think it's, I think, you know, I would go as far as to say that it is mostly, you know, and whatever you want to say, mostly, I don't know, whatever, I don't know, percentages are so arbitrary, but you wait, it's mostly, if not all my responsibility on how I, on how I, I handle that. Yeah. It's not Austin's fault that I don't call him. Like that's, that's on me. Like, you know, you know what I mean? That's not, that's not fair to Austin. I mean, you know, if now in saying that though, I do actually genuinely believe Austin is busy. That's why I don't call him, (laughs) you know? So, yeah. But I do think that like in this example, I think I have a responsibility for how I show up to uh, people within a certain proximity to me. And what I mean by proximity, I mean like within my inner circle, quote unquote, right? So let's say for you guys, I think I have a responsibility for how I show up to you 100%. I think that if I'm giving you the illusion that I'm unapproachable or not reachable, that's 100% my responsibility. If I if by the way I operate in my life, end up giving a stranger that impression, I don't think that's my responsibility. I think it's my responsibility how I show up to clients when I show up to their house. I think it's a responsibility how I show up to my employees or team members or colleagues, because that's something that I have control over how I how at least what I'm putting out into the world and how I'm approaching the conversation. I don't have a control over how they react, right? That's where I, you might want to draw the line. Yes, correct. Because I'm I'm not saying I don't like, obviously that that's an obvious one, but I would just say inner circle wise. Yes. Um, I realize this, you know, and John, I'll share this with you to maybe, cause I, it sounds like we, we somewhat view it this question differently. I realized that to my family, um, I'm showing up not the way I want to show up. Right. My family thinks that I is like for all intensive purposes now, they essentially just think I'm always busy. Because for the past five years, I've been telling them, they're like, hey, do you want to come over for family dinner on Sunday? And I'm like, no, I have the podcast and I have estimates before it. And they're like, okay, you say that for five years and they're like, you just stop getting invited, right? And then, you know, here I am at 25 years old, not hanging out or not spending time with uh, my family at family gatherings, you know? So I think I have a responsibility for like how I show up to them in terms of like, Hey, I might be busy here, but here's the reality is that I still really want to spend time with you guys. Right. So if I'm busy, that would be showing up though. Right. That would be a, no, like, no, it's just a communication thing. And that's the same thing with you, John. I wouldn't have, yeah, I wouldn't have a responsibility to pick up the phone when you call because you get to call me whenever you want. You have the right to. But I do have the responsibility to tell you that I care about you enough to want to hear what you have to say when you want to talk to me. 
right? Yeah, yeah, but, but I, and, so, and I, but you wouldn't, but so like in your family, in your family situation though, I don't think it's your responsibility to actually present yourself as reachable. Like, like, no, any more, but any I do more think that any, it's my but, responsibility. But, well, no, but, but you're not, you're, but, but, but Austin, just think about it though. So you're not, it's not your responsibility to be any way, but you. Right. So you're not, you, yeah, you, you have fair. no, you have no responsibility to be reachable or non-reachable. Cause what if the goal is to be reachable then? Okay. Well then so it's like, that's too arbitrary. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. but, but I do believe, okay. That if you want to have a, the best relationship possible, then it is your responsibility to let them know, Hey guys, exactly. just, you know, I am really busy, but I am still going to, you know, re, you know, you can still make it a workable relationship. You can communicate effectively. Right. Yeah. So, no, I think that I can say no and set expectations or say no and provide an alternative. I, I drew yeah. a chart because yeah. this, this will make sense. Um, here, look at this. Do you feel the per? Because I feel like how you show up to another person lands in the world of communication, your habits and expectation setting. And if you mm -hmm. want, you say you have a responsibility to be you. I actually disagree. I feel like you have a responsibility to be the best you. The best. Okay, you, fair not enough. Just you, I don't right? know if that's a disagree, but sure. Just a little new. I disagree that you. I disagree that you disagree. <laughs> okay, cool. Welcome back. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so Austin, here's the thing. Then, um, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. But Austin, yeah, but but Austin, do you? Uh, so so John, do you feel like the question that I'm essentially asking is, do you have a response? Like when you say that oh, you, you hate that there's a lack of critical feedback in your life. Well, I see it as like, okay, we can't control how the person reacts, but the way they interact with you is done through communication, through your actions and habits and through your expectation setting. Oh no, I don't know. No, hold on. I, 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 yeah, no, I mean, I definitely need to, have some key conversations with key people in my life and let okay, them cool. know that, Hey guys, here's where I'm at. Like, I, I don't feel like I'm getting any critical feedback and I feel like I'm always giving you critical feedback and I would like it to be a two way relationship that way. You know, like I want Jocelyn to start giving me critical cool. feedback. Yeah. I really want Corey to give me critical feedback. I really yeah. want Trisha to start giving me critical feedback because I feel like it's just too one sided. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So would you say that this is your responsibility? Well, I mean, give or take, yes. Okay. Do you feel like you have control over these things? Well, I have over the, I have control. What, just so everyone can see, there's a, Amher has drew, drew two kind of like rock looking potato kind of things. And he's Circles. got some arrows going from one. <laughs> he's got, he's got arrows going from one of the potatoes that says you on it to the other one that's blank which I think is everyone else. Like a person. And yeah. he's got three arrows in, in their labeled communication, habits, and expectation setting. So expectation setting, that's 100% on you. Habits, I mean. And actions, yeah. That's on you and mother, you know, in, in heaven and earth. But communication, that's, so whether or not you communicate, that's up to you. That's your responsibility. Also how you, how you communicate. Uh, yes, but not how it lands though. Exactly, yes. But how, but yeah. all these things, but, can so increase the percentages or how yeah 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 okay okay cool i think i think that we actually totally agree i think I that know. you and i agree. good good yeah good yeah. okay good
So we got that. Like, I don't think the there's way. any confusion. I think that there's a, there's a gray area thing that I'm, I, I don't, I'm, I'm failing to articulate, but I think we both understand that thing is not our responsibility. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Austin, now I want to go yes. back to you for a second here. Um, I'm just putting up an Instagram story of your beautiful diagram. Cool, cool. That's all. Yeah. Thanks. And then Austin, Which, for by you- the way, it is a beautiful diagram. I'm just making. Okay, cool, cool. Do you agree that you are responsible for those things? Yeah, of course I do. Okay. I, okay, cool. I think I am, but I do think that when it comes to, I want to really preface it with I'm responsible for people in my inner circle. Well, sure. Okay. I think it can extend to the world, but hmm. how your business shows up to the community, how some random yeah, guy it, from like it, Spain who's listening to this, how you show up enough, to them. That might, I mean, so if this is actually, this actually could make for a very interesting conversation if you guys want to go down the whole social media route, because. Yes. When you, so when you, John, were critical of my Instagram, I could have sat there and be like, oh, John's like really misunderstanding. Like, oh, sure no, sorry. Great. That's okay. Keep going. But, but no, yeah, no, but I'll, let me, I'll, let me yeah. keep going. It's like, so I, then I really, uh, I read Ego is the Enemy and I started realizing like, I'm also responsible for like the image that I can portray of myself mm-hmm. to other people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I went back and I looked at it. I'm like, okay, well this Instagram bio to me means this, but that's not how some other person might interpret it. Like maybe to me, but there was some blindness there. Like Ego blinded me from seeing like how unanimously, if I was to survey a lot of people, they would say, Hey, look, like your Instagram bio and some of the photos you upload are just very egocentric. I'm like, okay, cool. So then I came back at it with this lens and I'm like, okay, I actually am responsible to how people interact with me and how they view me and how they remember me. So, you know, I deleted a whole bunch of stuff and cleaned some stuff up. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not going to use Instagram, but if some person runs into me, like here's like three photos that I feel like are like the most authentic. They don't do the best type of job for it, but I feel like they're pretty damn close. So I just mm-hmm. kept those up, removed that, turned off some stuff. And just kind of kept it to that to to what that is, um, so I do feel like that that is like a uh, responsibility. But how yeah, how you present yourself, but 100%. but 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 how someone interprets your Instagram is not your responsibility. Yes, but you are responsible for the a lot of the input that they are receiving. They no, can of only course, make of judgments course, over course, the inputs course. they receive. So of if you course. give a lot of inputs, it can push somebody easily into that into that you know into a specific feeling well amara it's it, it's kind of like porn i mean you you know whether you're watching it or not right like it, it, we don't know what's the definition of porn who knows but everyone knows when they're looking at it right yeah sure. if you post if you post a, a photo and, and you know your intention was to like look a certain way well then that's your intention and then you're responsible cool. for the outcome okay yes yeah correct. but but if you're posting a photo because like hey i like this photo i'm gonna post this photo and it's in it's you know like i'm not trying to look a certain way this is just Instagram yeah. as a place like where you there's can no bias, there's nothing photos. like that. Yeah, 100%. If one person looks at this and says, look at Austin or Amber trying to look like a fucking, you know, some rich Saudi Arabian prince. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, dude, I just posted a photo with me in a fucking polo hat because I wear a polo hat. Okay, that's just, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is, a, this is my, also my hair's wrong, long. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. so yeah, but but so that's the thing that like, you're just wearing the hat because you want you don't want your hair to look fucking funny. And then meanwhile, this guy's like, oh, look at that douchebag in the polo hat, right? Like, it's like, it's True. like, okay, exactly. Man. Okay, okay, that's good. That's a good example. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but I don't someone. think it's your responsibility to not look like a douchebag in a polo hat. Yeah, okay, cool. Totally. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't want to go down the social media route yet because there's just a, still a couple of things I, I do want to. I want to ask Austin. No, I, I get it. I get it, man. Th- th- this was th- you. You brought this up earlier, John, and this was brought up multiple times, and it hasn't been properly discussed. And this was some critical feedback I actually wanted to give you, Austin, if you're open to it. Hundred percent. Okay, cool. Dude, Austin um, just we just Austin just can't dodge the critical feedback, and I just can't get enough of it. What's going on? No, here, no, I'm know? coming like, to you next. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, coming. I don't, okay, okay. don't want to dodge yeah, it. Yeah, I'm coming to you next. I'm coming to you. No, next. no, 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 no. I'm saying you can't. Okay, I, I know you don't want to dodge it, but I'm saying I want to fucking dive in front of the bullet a little bit. You know? Oh, I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're <laughs> like this isn't. Don't give Austin. Dude, it just happens that Austin's on the list here first. Like I, I'm. Oh, an alphabetical. I see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Austin. There's been multiple times that uh, that John and I have observed that you have a habit of over-explaining. And we talked about it, and you agreed with us, and sometimes we even talked into the mentality of it, where sometimes you feel like one of the biggest things you hate is being misunderstood or misinterpreted, so you like to go above and beyond mm-hmm. to make sure there's no any loose, loose ends, right? Mm-hmm. My question mm-hmm. to you is, would there be any reason that you wouldn't introduce a, a, a tool in your communication um, where after you make a thesis, so you make a point, you provide one example, like that's like how you write an essay, right? Would there be any reason to introduce a tool that every time you provide a thesis with one explanation that you pause and check in with the other person to see if they understood something? Is that something that you might be, like what are your thoughts on like that tool? See how, see how it kind of like, you know, I just did that right now. I explained something, I didn't have to give an example and then I checked in with you. Is that like a tool that you feel? What do you think about that in general? Austin, do you, you watch sports, right? No, 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 no. John, John, just hold on. Just hold on. You know, I think I do that now, but my check-in is, do you understand? And then they say something like yes or no, and then it cues me to talk again. So it's not really a check-in. Like, and I'm thinking, mm. I'm thinking about mm. when I do this with clients. Austin or Amber, have you ever felt Austin has ever checked in on during a conversation? No, 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 no. Like very rarely, very rarely. I have, like, to be honest, yeah, not even one clients. time that even comes to mind. Yeah. And yeah. I have a very unique perspective than any other human, Austin, in your life, because <laughs> I edit the podcast. Oh. Okay. And <laughs> and I I look at the audio files. And whenever you talk, the audio file is like three times longer than John and I's. Wow, so there's no so pause. actually like quantitative data. Yeah, yeah, I actually Dude, have data. I, can we post a photo of Damn. that? Sure, sure. But like, I want to get that on my wall. Yeah, but through that quantitative data, I have, I have critical <laughs> feedback for you, John, as well, based yeah, on no, some I'm, of these I'm, observations. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But Austin. John's yearning for the feedback. But like whenever, no, I, whenever I, John and I talk, like there's like a you see like small snippets but they're, mm-hmm. sp- they're I, spread I feel like out. i build bracelets you know like it's you like you guys are talking and i just like bracelet it you know <laughs> there's like waveforms there's waveforms but then um but when you talk austin it's like the average length that you t- sometimes explain a concept is around eight to ten minutes yeah dude i believe it man like eight to sometimes ten minutes like where I you're trying to youtube video yeah and then I, and then I, it, it gets awkward because I don't want to interrupt you because I like you so much. So it's like it just keeps going. So instead, I like zone out, or like I like look wow. at something else. Yeah, or 100%. I feel, fr- or I feel frustrated. Yeah, 100%. these are like the three things that happen. And I'm, and sometimes I'm like, I wish you just asked me. Like, dude, 
we, we read the same books as you. We've done the same program as you. We understand what you're saying, dude. We're probably the easiest people in your entire life to communicate with. Yeah, but or, or even sometimes you say Qu- something question. that's so interesting. Like, it's so fascinating that I want to be like, dude. I want to chew it. And then you're like, on to the next subject. I'm like, no. You know, it's just like, it's just like, I'm like, no. Like, let's stay there. Let's question. marinate that. Do you find I do this? just as much in person in a non-podcast conversation in person you do i didn't the same. notice as much no no in person you do the same but it's so much easier to interject because you can read yeah, our yeah, body yeah. language the eye contact you can see that i want to jump in you can you know and i can you know but like yeah I, that's you're why actually I, that's excellent why, in person you're like you're so much fun to talk to, to stare at me because i find that like when you're on podcast i feel like you're like oh. on this oh that's okay now i get your angle entirely john Cause like sometimes dude, thing. sometimes like literally dude, this is how I, I feel like sometimes like when I'm on a podcast with you, I feel like you like turn my video off and you're just talking to a wall. So I'm like trying to like get your attention oh, and it's like, I can't, like, yeah, I just can't, okay. I can't get you to talk. So, so the, so my response to your question, Amor is yes, I'm open to it implement and I have no reason to not implement something like that. And B I'm trying to think why this would be the case. I, I don't think it's I think it's the perfectionism. Stuff. No, I think it's the perfectionism. I, I maybe, comment maybe, on this. Maybe. It definitely is. Maybe. Okay, maybe. maybe. Yeah, no, maybe. Yeah, but maybe. with communication, it, it, it's just like a tool. I think it's just a tool to become a better communicator. Yeah. It's just, yeah I think that's right. all it really is. We can dive into the mindset. I think it's completely redundant. Mm-hmm. I think if you just like seek to, I guess if your goal, I think it, your goals in a conversation might be different than mine or John's. I feel like mm. I want to be. I want to go in and out of conversation in the shortest possible time. Yeah. It's like I want to relay information, see if that person understands the information, and then move on. Ask you're questions, be, dive deeper sometimes, move on yeah. to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you, you're you're gonna be the vice mm. president of Rydell. You're gonna have so many conversations. Your job is to have conversations, and mm. this little thing I feel can double or even triple your efficiency and mm. income. Like literally no cap. Especially because wow, like wow. what you say is so interesting that like it's so frustrating when you say something brilliant and then I just I just can't get a word in to like comment on it. Like, you know, like that's insane. And that's why because because it's like because it's interesting because like you'll say something amazing and then you'll go to something else that's also amazing. But then it's like because you like it's like it's like almost too much cheesecake. You know, it's like there, there is such a thing like, you know, you, yes. I have my slice. I eat it. I'm like, wow, it was good cheesecake. I don't need another fucking slice like right then and there. Like, you know, let me digest that a little bit. Let, mm. let me just kind of savor that. You know, you know, when someone asks you like, you know, when you eat like a, like, a, like you finish eating your meal and then like someone else did, hasn't finished theirs. And then like, oh, do you want some of mine? I'm like, no, no, I don't want to like fuck up the flavor in my mouth. I'm going to keep that. That's sometimes like you feed me something. I'm like, mm, that tastes good. And then you like, you like try and feed me something else. I'm like, dude, like fucking let me, you know, let me savor this a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I just got so present to how grateful I am that we have these conversations because literally no one else on the planet would point this out to me. <laughs> yeah. Like I truly mean And, and we're going to create right? some rules after this conversation with how we interact because, mm-hmm. and, and there's going to be probably something you guys want to point out with me as well that mm-hmm. we can introduce 
right? It just happens. Like, Not in your communication style. Amr, you are by far the most effective communicator yeah, that I know. And it's, it's, it's not yeah. even remotely close. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, that's why I got so know, frustrated like, with yeah, Amr yeah. when he said that he wasn't going to do video ads. I was like, that's your <laughs> biggest skill, you idiot. Thank you, thank you. Like, okay, why, I appreciate why, why would you not do this? That's like okay, Steph Curry being like, yeah, I don't want to take threes anymore. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> yes. It's like, dude, why? That's exactly. <laughs> why? Right, I appreciate that. I appreciate why? that. Okay. okay, thank you. Thank it's you, like, dude, it's like that's what you're good at man like it's yeah. like what do you why are you driving that lane it's like i get it dude like okay yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're tough but like just you know just hit, hit those threes you know yeah i, I you love know, you guys thank you that's exactly but yeah. i do want to introduce rules where like this thing with like the we'll call it like the over explaining or the checking in like i want to set some expectations like austin from now on if with your permission if you'd like to appoint john and i to step up to the plate to call you out on that every now and then or as much as possible. Would you like to appoint us to that and take on that responsibility? Yes. Cool. And then John, there's going to be like a rule as well as do you, um, I, I guess I want to introduce things because with your uh, lack of critical feedback, there's a couple of things. So I'm going to throw some things at you that may not seem like Can relevant. Can I make but they one are... small point for just the, the previous conversation before we dip off that? Okay. Um, We're Austin, not done yet, but, but yeah. I, okay. Well, fine. I just, let me just get, I want to, I've been hanging on to this analogy for a little bit. I don't want to forget it. Okay. So, Austin, um, you watch a lot of sports. Yeah. Okay, listen to the commentary from a strategic standpoint now that I'm going to like lay out this framework for you, okay? Commentators are amazing at talking and then shutting the fuck up because you don't want to like hog the whole space, right? So like li- like tonight on the on Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's brilliant at this. He's amazing at making a point, pausing for a brief moment, then continuing on with something else, pausing. And then continuing on. But at any given moment, if anyone wanted to riff on what he was talking about, they will. So then, but then, so now that I say that, you'll notice how brilliant Joe Rogan is at that, right? Like he's amazing at that. But then you'll notice, like when, so when someone is like a new commentator comes on, you instantly notice, like, oh, that guy fucking just won't, like he just won't let everyone else, you know, it's it's like you instantly will notice it. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, I yeah, do but, recognize good commentators for that. And I haven't because they're brilliant. Them. John Anik is the best in the business at that in the UFC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you were when you went to sleep uh, the other day, John and I were listening to like an interview with a uh, little baby. And the and the interviewer was talking all the time, and it was like the most frustrating. <laughs> and were you roasting me? No, 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 no. We didn't, oh, we didn't roast no, no, you, no. but that's like an example of that. It was that like, oh, how could can be you? the Good Night Austin segment where you go and listen. To yeah. That. By the way, make a little note of this. I feel like the Good Night Austin segment is dangerous to to have without you, unless you listen to what John and I are talking. Otherwise, you might get oh. left behind. Dude. By the way, last okay. last because yeah, that was so uh, good. good. Like, dude, it was like the craziest. It was so insane. Yeah, look at your face. You're so full of shit. No, 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 dude. I literally taught no, Amber no, 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 to no, invest in stocks. Like it was like we like it was went crazy. deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. So I did. Yeah. I did want to make a note of that. Is so, I I don't want Good Night Austin. I'd rather shut down the podcast unless you're willing to completely commit to listening to that segment that lasts twenty minutes, forty minutes, so you never yo, fall behind. My twenty-five minute drive to the gym Done. on Mondays cool. at five a.m. I'm listening to that conversation. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. And just so you know, for structure, Austin, whenever you're over over explaining, we will frustrate you sometimes. We we might come off as annoying because um, you're going to be like a, a really passionate. You're a very passionate person, 
and I'm, and we're gonna come right in the middle of that, mm-hmm. and we're gonna interrupt that passion. And be like Austin. I can we already get it. feel it. I can already uh, feel like it. Austin. We get it. Or I know. And so, and the only thing we ask, and I've never heard you ask this, is, does this make sense? Are you with me? If you you're just, asking me to ask that, yeah. No, so I don't halfway think through. I think just a pause. I literally just think a pause. Yeah, but an, a pause can be like sometimes misinterpreted. But like just a simple thesis explanation. What What are your thoughts on that? I'm like, oh, you know what? I need some more clarification. What did you mean? And then, and then you can keep going. And then you give like one or two more examples. And then you pause. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. And then you can, and then we can continue. It's like there's a lot of structure to a good conversation. And that's kind of what I, what I see. Do you, okay, so first of all, I like the structure. I'm more than willing to adopt it. And I also really appreciate you setting expectations about how possibly it could irk me and, and depending on what we're talking about yeah it will it will yeah do you think that what i guess if you're if you put yourself in my shoes in in the times that i do have a different cascade of of ideas and thoughts that i think are relevant to the conversation that i want to get to do you think that that might impact me in my ability to bring those other things up and integrate them into the conversation. Because when I check in with you guys, I'm going to go out on a limb and say 80 to 90% of the time. It's not just a, yeah, I get it. And then you allow me to bring up the other point. Maybe that's not the point of this, right? Well, I'm going to say every time I check in with the both of us, this might take place because I know John, for example, usually comes in and I encourage it, but I just think it goes somewhere else other than where I want to take it. And then sometimes I could get misunderstood. Well, so, but so, but Austin, that's where, so a part of having a conversation is sharing the floor. Like, so you have to make your point in as concise, like, like when I'm trying to speak, yeah. I'm not trying to take up as much floor as possible. I'm trying to make my point and then shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. dude yeah, get, get this this is why i wrote this is why i had to use this today because i usually i'm good at keeping like three or four examples in my head but it, there was so much happening today like i had to grab a pen and paper because like I, i'm okay yeah. taking you see how we had a 40 minute conversation and then i'm like yo like before we talk about social media let's go back here so i feel like because mm. this is like a thing for john and i where well wait, can, can you guys hear me yeah, yeah i can Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but this is something for John and I also experienced where we don't want to forget a really good point. We don't want to forget an analogy. You see how John mm-hmm. had this analogy, saved it, wasn't afraid that it was going to disappear. Mm-hmm. Well, because I wrote it down. But also sometimes, exactly. Austin, we go down a riff and then what I had written down, I'm like, oh, that's no longer important. This is it's way irrelevant. more interesting, right? And yeah. and that's the other thing too is that like I feel like there's a certain humbleness required to realize mm-hmm. that someone else might right. have something that to say that's way more like, – because, man, so many times like I'll be going off on something. You guys will like step in when I pause and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's way fucking clear. Or sometimes Ammer will say something and I'll try and jet in and he's like, hold on, let me finish. And he finishes and then he was going to make the point that I was going to make. I'm like, ah, fucking touche, right? Man, that's a great point. And I I definitely am, I would say absentmindedly, not humble in that sense, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You were saying, I'm absentmindedly not aware that what you might add to the conversation is actually going to be worth more, if that makes, not, not worth more, but maybe more timely. 
or more. But even more important than timely is who cares who gets the credit. Like I think it's like when you're in a conversation for with me, someone, it's not about credit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I, it's yeah, just I, about I, yeah. it's just about what I think needs to be said in the moment. Oh, okay. And it's not about like give me the golden star. It's about I think maybe this would add to the conversation, and I don't want to not have that added to the conversation. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, Austin, we'll just exercise this. It'll get well, frustrating. Guys, first of all, because like, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, guys, and and I do okay, think cool. that I am very grateful for you pointing that out because I think if you're pointing that out to me, a, I have been doing it for a long time and consistently, and b, it's for sure present in other relationships. Oh, I've dude, for many. sure, you could get your quotes yeah. down to at least an hour. Oh, you. <laughs> Like we're talking about duty. You're talking about how you're, you're busy, man. I could shave half an hour off every one of your quotes. <laughs> Maybe I actually, there might be something there. See, for there's sure. a little bit of a, no, no, like he, he like I, I get what John is saying. He's trying I'm, to like I'm say like his system is better. You are, busy, yeah. I know. I know. I'm there's speaking a part hyperly. of me. We can okay. get that down to probably 35 minutes. <laughs> Just five minutes. Hey, you, like, do you want this? Like, what do you mean? What, what, dude, what do you mean basically, price? I'll, I'll tell you what. You don't dollars. even actually need to say the price. You're just gonna be like, dude. I'll tell you what. Give I'll me a two thousand dollar deposit. I'll give you a price later. That's all your whole pitch. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, can you imagine? I book one job a year. Yeah. Yeah. You think okay, someone yo, would awesome. actually ever that, go that for awesome. that though? Like low key. Do you think like if you walked up to someone's house and just like like imagine this was your entire quote? You just knocked on the door. Hey, how you doing? I'm John Morgan. Uh, I'm here for the painting quote. So basically, just give me a thousand dollars for the deposit, and I'll get you a quote by the end of the year, and we'll do your house. Yeah. Do you think that you would actually book even a single house? No. Probably. Yeah. A lot of okay. the averages says yes. <laughs> if if you have a good reputation and and you come in warm, probably yeah. <laughs> come in warm. <laughs> Yeah, like somebody referred you. What like, does that even mean? Dude, oh, like, you come in more, dude okay, I yeah. feel like I oh, feel like uh, I'm gonna say this now, and then Austin's gonna forget about it, so it doesn't matter. But at some point in Austin's life, I'm gonna punk him with that. Like, I'm gonna like, 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 I'm gonna like figure out that he's gonna go do some work, and then I'm gonna like go talk to the contractor and be like, dude, I will pay you. Please just do this. I'll, I will explain <laughs> it afterwards. Like, we'll still get you the job, but it's just like, please do this to Austin. I just need it. <laughs> and so Austin's gonna have this happen to him at some point in his life. You're gonna forget, so it's all good. I can tell you right now. Like, I'm gonna, you know, tell you, but it's yeah. okay, at some point in your life, this will happen. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, you, here's the thing. So, so for for John, for your criticism, I think I think that's like, you know, that's what. Uh, Julius Caesar, or you mentioned Stalin with a with an with an individual in your life that you were trying to give feedback to. Nobody was giving them feedback. I feel like that's one of the things that is is the red flag. You don't want to ever be surrounded by yes men or lack of criticism, where there's this massive blind spot. You want somebody to at least <clears throat> you show you some stuff. So I think there's a couple of things I want to set with expectations. Is um, if with your permission, if you would like to appoint Austin and I as those people who are responsible to sometimes point out some of these blind spots. I feel like there's a couple of things that need to be um, uh, talked about. One is like a commitment from your end that if there's ever any extreme frustration, and remember I said some of these things may seem like unnecessary, but they they exist at least in my space, which is like I don't want to ever have a conversation that maybe um, uh, takes away from our friendship because it might be like uh, you might take it as hostile for something or for whatever reason. So the commitment that I'd like to see, at least from your end, is if I was to maybe point out something that there isn't no like uh, demeaning or discrediting. I know there was one time I brought something up that was uh, critical of you 
and then all of a sudden you like were very demeaning and you belittled like yeah but like you never did 800k or i did more work than you so how like how like who says that you're even credible on this that card was once pulled and it makes me like less likely to want to challenge you because it's like that's such an easy card to pull what was the actually, context on that i i don't remember but i did challenge you on something regarding your systems and you're like well my systems have gotten me to 800,000 or a million I haven't seen you do that. Maybe you could have done that. So like, therefore, okay, fair enough. I'd have to know my, the context, but yeah, yeah. But I, I hear, I hear you out on that. That existed, right? So um, just that's, to chime in, that's been, I, and you said that to me too, John. But I would say it's not frequent. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so that's like the card pull. Like, like that's like literally like just the ego card. It's like I'm better than you. What do you know? And potentially, that's just like potentially. that just kind of no. I'm just telling you how it landed for me. Like, that's just yeah. for me, maybe somebody else. But it's like literally saying like, hey, man, I know more than you. I'm better than you. I've achieved more than you. Yeah, so I like mean, it appeals to authority. It's a fallacy for sure. Yeah. Thank you. That was my next point. So as long as we can establish that, and then there's a rule, I guess, with all of us that I want to reiterate. I think it exists, but the rule of no non-communication. So like if I'm upset with Austin about something, I don't want to ever hold that back. I'm just going to like talk to you. Like, hey, Austin, like I'm upset about this thing. And I remember we did it recently. <laughs> You and Can I, I ask Austin. you about that though. Yeah, go go ahead. Do you get well, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, do you think that sometimes it's worth letting a wave pass though? Um, not with really close friendships because that can build unconscious resentment or or like okay. Um, okay. like like a blockage. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like small things you should always kind of bring up and just like get it out the way, just clean it up. So there's nothing but think of like, a, I think of communication as like an mm -hmm. artery to your heart. And when you when you try to let it pass, it actually just causes a little plaque buildup. And, mm -hmm. it, and, it, and it kind of builds up a little bit. I feel and, this, and it makes I, it smoother. Like not a, not a smooth hmm. to have a okay. conversation because that can be in the back of the mind. So that's one of the commitments I personally have with all people close to me. Like when I'm really like annoyed with something, I just write it down and I just like, I'd be like, hey, Austin, like, we just need to have a conversation. It's an uncomfortable one. We're going to stumble through it, okay, but, but I'm having it because it's important. Hear me out, though. Like, sometimes, like, you, you know, someone might do something that, like, really pissed me off. And I might write, like, you know, like, the whole Abraham Lincoln thing, write them a letter and, like, get a vent out the anger, but then just never actually send the letter, you know? So you're saying that would be letting the wave pass is not sending the letter? Yeah, like, I, I think that there's certain things that sometimes people do things, and I, I don't know if if there's much yeah point in actually bringing it up i think that there's sometimes like things that uh i i, I get what you're you saying know, like yeah. yes i but would with say us, you're not likely to let that wave pass for us though john no 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 no. so, no, so I, I don't know about that i mean you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been many waves that have passed so no <laughs> like, exactly aware, exactly you know, obviously you wouldn't <laughs> feel that but yeah there's been many waves that have passed yeah so, <laughs> sins of the, the sins of omission yeah, but we. what I'm saying is, even if the wave passes, tell us that there was a wave and it passed. That, oh, yeah. That's so, what okay, that so looks no, like. Hold on. Touche. That's touche, what that touche, looks touche. like. Touche. I, I do try and bring them up at a later date. Yeah, so touche. Touche. Yeah. yeah, but not too late. That's the thing. So it's just like, yeah, yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. passed, it's yeah. like, hey, just to let you know, Ammer, you did this one I just, thing that really- I like, try and- I, before like I, I try and like build plot points and before like bringing up something and like i i want to try and make sure that i'm actually accurate in the way that i'm going to present it to you because like sometimes i might just be misreading something yeah but, but, good but but what what is like what's stopping you to bring something up be like hey i'm like this came up i'm not sure if i'm misreading it what are your thoughts on it 
Like, why not just do that and, and instead of waiting and delaying? Like, why not I, just go to the heart I, of I don't think it would be good for people's emotional health to constantly get bogged down with everyone's whims of the moment. We're not talking about people. We're talking about John Austin and Amber. No, no, I know, I know. But like, it, it, you know, but even like in over the course of one conversation, there might be one thing that maybe just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I, you know, I wonder maybe that. But then you don't need to like actually like, hash it out right then and there like you can you can sort of like just give them some the benefit of the doubt or goodwill you know that they didn't oh, mean course. it that way or something like that yeah yeah so i'll give you an example and tell me if you would have done this john so okay uh six seven months ago um i i i wasn't sending the podcast to austin at the right time and there's like a structure this was before like this was a while ago and then and then something happened where okay we got clear on a structure, but like there but Austin would like uh, whenever I didn't send it or I was about to send it, I would feel like Austin just like no longer trusted my integrity around other things. He would like call me like hey we're having a podcast tonight. Oh remember when I fell asleep once and I showed up like thirty minutes late? I took like this one nap. This was like literally a year and a half ago. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. For for a while it's like Austin. I felt I felt. And here's the thing. I don't think this like lays in facts. I think it's something just exists in feelings because a lot of, we're just also human beings. I just kept yeah. feeling like Austin was just always breathing down to me. Like like he didn't even trust me with anything anymore after one. And then I called him. I'm like, hey man, like just to let you know. Here's how it lands to me. Maybe I didn't restore integrity enough. Let me restore integrity about that again. Let's. I want to tell you the structure I have in place, and trust me, man. Like I want to be there. I want to be there on time. But some of your actions, like when you send me a Snapchat here, that's like you never send me Snapchats. But when you send a Snapchat here, you're like kind of prodding for me to show up, or you send me this email, or or you give, <laughs> you give me this call. It's it's like yeah. Very but did we actually determine that Austin actually was doing that on purpose? No, but uh, I would bring that up to him, and it's like, well, he's smiling, so maybe there's some parts of it. But the whole no, point is, I'm I just, had just sending the Snapchat to see if you were to see if you like. If I'm active, if I'm ignoring him, you know, it's like, you know, here's like this other thing. Let's see. <laughs> that's I don't like remember a, the Snapchat. That's like, that's like, a, it was so I clear. Like it was, yeah. to, I remember like chicks used to do that in high school, you know? Like, but John, remember when we used to start this, when we started the podcast, uh, you weren't sending Amory your audio yeah. very frequently. And so every time I sent Amory my audio, I'd CC you. Yeah, but like, so that's an example. I, I just let that wave yeah, go. I, I was know. like, oh, this guy just wants I to know, play that game. Saying, I'll just let that, I'll just let that wave point. Play. Yeah, no, but, I, know, but, but, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't let that pass. I would just like go right through it. I'm like, hey man, like stop seeing me. It, it makes me feel like I'm like you, you think I'm like a child. I'm <laughs> no, not no, a no, child. No, but, but I actually like, put listen, that in place. I actually, I, I actually should have. I actually did need to just get on top of sending. Exactly, exactly. So that's why there's restoring integrity, which is like going to 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 Austin. Yeah, okay. it, it really sounds like you don't trust my yeah. commitment and my integrity. But let me clean that up with you so we can move on. Yeah, okay, fair play, fair play. And, and I definitely have a tendency to make, like, I wouldn't say I act out on it a lot, but my default setting as a human is to make people wrong for things. Mm. Right? So and when that's Amber, why it's, that's what you... No, and I'm aware of it. And I yeah. think about it all the time. And every thought I have when it's about someone else is, am I making them wrong for this? Mm. Mm. Because, you know, even you look at people like that are so essential in my life and in my business, like, even Miranda, sometimes she does stuff and I'm just like making her wrong for it. And I'm thinking to myself like, what what's going on? Fuck am I doing? Like, yeah. just like just even little things that it's like, this is the person I've chosen to spend the rest of my life with. Why am I engaging in this? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get so it. Belittling. And so, no, that, I appreciate you bringing that up because it is something I'm aware of and that I'm working on. Yeah. And so awesome. Like John, with this critical feedback, there's going to be a lot of more of those waves. 
And and what I hate, what I'm afraid of, is that they build up and you let them build up, and then there's and then you're call you're calling me less. You're thinking that I have an agenda against you. There's all these stories that might build up subconsciously or consciously. I'm not saying you're not trained in that stuff, but when you let waves build up, you have you live such a complicated life. There's so many variables. It's easy for entropy to kick in. So the reason I like this structure because it just eliminates that. You go to the source, like, hey, Amr, like when you said this one thing, it makes me feel like you have no goodwill for me. Remember you had that conversation with Austin once? You didn't let that wave pass. You dealt with it. And now you don't even think about that. It's like, hey, like when I said that, I felt like you didn't give me any goodwill that I would just go ahead and fire this individual and that I wouldn't have a good critical conversation. That's what I want more of. If, I, if, if Austin and I want to give you more critical feedback, we want to have more of those conversations. Where you can be like, hey, man, like that's the, this critical like feedback that you gave me, like to me, it seemed like it was based on jealousy. And I'm like, oh, OK, that's interesting. Like, OK, cool. Like I would not have any ego about that. Austin and I are well trained in having good conversations. Like mm-hmm. what, what, what made it seem that way? It's like, well, when you said this one thing and then and then I have evidence from the past saying that maybe that's what's I'm like, hey, man, like I totally apologize. It may have seemed that way. There's actually nothing there. Mm-hmm. And if there is, maybe. Maybe I have to look it into into my life that I said something that was based out of jealousy. Maybe I do feel like you're earning more than than what I am, and that that's kind of hitting my ego. You know what? I'm gonna do some work on that and come back to you. Thanks for bringing that up. Like, mm. like look look yeah, at okay, that. You know, play. because we're so open minded. I just don't want entropy. So if 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 I really the reason I'm going so deep in this, like this is expectation setting. Remember, 52 years. If you want Austin and I to hold you accountable and give you critical feedback that will sometimes hit, by the way, and sometimes will miss. I want that structure to know that that will never get in the way. I see. You want to make sure that if you're going to give me critical feedback that I'm not going to then hold, hold, hold back on. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely won't. Don't worry. Okay, cool. So with your permission, would you like to appoint Austin and I as like those people? When I said the wave thing, by the way, I was, I was referring to like, you might in a very split moment, have an emotion overcome you and act in a certain way that I'm like, "Hmm, that's interesting, but I'm not necessarily Mm. going to call you that exact moment. You know, like it's just, it's just, it, you know, we, you're not going to be like, Oh, hold on. That, I don't want to, you know, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not, like, yeah, right I'm not, yeah, you know, well, yeah, with yeah, emotions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, okay. That's, that's a wise thing to do. I agree. Yeah. 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 Um, wait, hold on, hold on. So John, would you like to have Austin and I take on that role? Cause if we do it, we will do it like as consciously as possible. Isn't that what the weekly call is supposed to be? It is. It, it, it has also entropy. That's why I'm resetting expectations. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that today. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I it would really be nice to get this. It would be nice this. to get this call back to an accountability call, and I would much appreciate. It, and I would, uh, I would reappoint you guys as my accountability buddies. Done. Boom. Cool. cool. Okay. Well, can this I exercise that right? So all we like, we like cut our hands open and like let the blood yeah, run yeah, together. Blood yeah, brother. Yeah, 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 Let's go, baby. <laughs> That's a legendary moment right here. So, John. I'll I'll start with something. Um, do you want to? Can I? Would you be open to some critical feedback? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is so unrelated. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I feel that mm-hmm. since December, and this is also based as I edit the audio and what I observe, I've observed a couple of things. I'll start with something that I observed in Quebec. When we were hanging out in the apartment and talking to one another. There was actually a lot of time during the conversation where you weren't talking to us, but you were looking at yourself through the mirror. Like you're just looking at yourself in the mirror while I'm like talking to you. And I remember making a note of that. And I'm like, 
that 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 was just like odd like it was just odd so that was like the first thing that i saw it happened multiple times when we were playing like the coin game like we were like having a lot of fun we were smiling Fucking coin game man. but but yeah, like the coin game the coin game yeah. is so hardcore but we were having so much fun but you weren't looking at me you were actually talking to me while looking in the mirror yeah can i actually can i actually just yeah, explain you, that there's actually there's actually yeah. a super innocent thing here um please that's actually so much it's it, i mean it's actually i think i've explained this before but it's actually so embarrassing so i um i have this habit where when i'm when i'm talking to people uh, especially if it's a deep especially if it's a deep conversation and Trisha can kind of vouch for this i and mirrors fascinate me um because they're the they're the ultimate surface for this it's kind of but so i visualize uh like when i was a kid I, i'll kind of talk about the context of this when i was a kid i used to uh sit and stare at the dvd screen you know like you know like when like a dvd yes, yes. was like left on pause for too long and then the dvd thing would like start yeah, bouncing yeah. around the screen i used to just like staring at that thing like it was okay. just like it was like it was like meditative for me as a kid like I, it was like my safe place kind of thing like my peaceful place and so the thing would bounce around the screen mm-hmm. and there was like that perfect moment where like it would yeah, hit yeah, yeah. a certain angle and then it would it would perfectly snug right into the corner of the screen and disappear sure. and sure. then it would reset so when i'm having conversations with people um i tend to like even something like, not so much in the podcast but sometimes i'll like visualize a ball bouncing on a 2d plane across the room and then i i don't know, i just find it satisfying and then but mirrors are the ultimate version of that so so you were just looking in the mirror because the mirror was a full body mirror and it was just cool to look at yourself interact with us through the mirror no, what I'm saying is I wasn't actually looking at myself. I was visualizing a ball. I'm saying it's, I'm saying the explanation. Wait, are is you, that, are you serious? Yeah, no, no that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's a kind of embarrassing, but yeah, like that's actually like, so the, the, like it's me actually visualize, like if I'm looking at the, I'm like, I'm like visualizing a ball bouncing around this mirror and it's super satisfying. It's kind of a weird fucking, yeah, Whoa. it's a super innocent See, explanation. I just learned something but yeah, new about so you. there you go. Yeah, yeah, I know. Cool. Yeah, Trisha, Trisha really doesn't like it because she's like, are you fucking playing with your ball again? I'm like, fuck, okay, fine. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Thank you for that. The The second point I made is whenever I'm editing the podcast, whenever I say something, whenever John, whenever Austin says something, very rarely do you actually like, um, oh, this is since December. I, I, I just don't have the memory for before that, but I've been like making notes of this. Very rarely do you like dive a little bit deeper and just like ask about the other person. Very often your habit is to start the sentence with I like, like, here's what I think. Here's an example from my life. Here's like something I learned versus like, oh, tell me more about that. Like studying us and being curious about us. It's all, it comes back to you. It's like, oh, like in my business, I saw this happen. In, in, in my experience, in this book that I read. And it's like, you know, it's, I mean, that's obviously very helpful, but there was no balance of like, like Austin says something like, dude, Austin talked about crashing his truck. And then before you delved into it, you talked to Austin about an experience where you also got into a car crash. And it's like, like, what is it? What, what, this is not about you. It's like, let's, this, still, this guy almost died, man. Like, okay, like, I want to hear your story, but not now. Like, aren't you curious about what was going through his mind in his final moments? Like, yeah, like, it's, we, it's, 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 it's most likely a, bl- well, no, it, it, it's definitely a blind spot because I feel as if I'm actually the one that dives the deepest into what you guys are like interested in. Like I, I find that I dive deeper oh, okay. into you guys than you dive into me. So it's a, it's, so either it's a total blind, oh, yeah. So yeah. it's a total blind spot because 
I feel like you guys very rarely dive deep into me, but I feel like I'm very much diving deep into you guys often. Oh, okay. Well, like there the was actually you saw a my face. podcast, like even like a few a few podcasts ago, where I effectively just interviewed Austin. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that, that was yeah, yeah. So, I love that. So one. It, I love so that. It, one. So I'm saying it's a total blind spot what you're pointing out to me. Okay. Okay. Cool. Austin, yeah, do you yeah. feel like we we talk more? Like, do you feel like we we do a bad job of diving into John's I, business and his life? I would say that John, what you pointed out about you diving into me and you being the deeper, the deepest diver in a sense is coexisting with what Amber's saying. It's not oh, okay. Uh, I see. Like, that. I think okay. that, I think that sometimes there's it's one or the other. Yeah. Thank, thanks for that, Austin. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. By the way, yeah, you guys the, see the, how the, didn't the, over-explain there? Hey, the, the, def- the default is, um, the default awesome. for me, you're saying, is to resort to, uh, to, to bringing up personal experience. N- not just personal, yeah, 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 I guess, yeah. Personal experience, thoughts, perspectives, too early. It's like, well, well, don't you want more details first? It's like, it's like that instant dive. And by the way, everything that you've said was extremely productive. So, and, and, and I want to make this clear, this critical feedback has no, um, has no like nuance. I'm not saying like, oh, this is maybe something with ego. I'm actually not saying that. I don't know what that is. I'm just saying like, just be aware of this. Like, I don't actually know what it means. Like, I'm not in your brain psychologically. I'm not uh, making an assumption. I'm not trying to guide you to discover something. I actually have no agenda. I'm just like, this was an observation that I've made multiple, multiple, multiple times. Yeah, no, I... I, I cool. So yeah. th- that's, that was the heart of it. So does that make sense? Is it, like, is it clear that there is nothing like that? Or I'm not saying one thing or the other? Yeah, I remember there... Well, I need to bring up a story about myself. But there was this guy that I uh, lived with. Um, uh, he, was, he lived above me. And, and that's, that was an observation he made as well. I remember him aggressively pointing that out to me. Yeah whoa okay cool he's like here, here he's like here you go with this eye thing again you're just really obsessed with the eye aren't you i remember him saying that to me i was like fuck you man yeah. wow okay yeah. cool and then he okay. we got we got into like a, it was actually a really intense relationship super weird <laughs> okay cool um yeah those, those are the two pieces of feedback i had for you hammer um i just wanted to say especially in this podcast but also in general, I really appreciate the the lens that you bring to conversations because every point you make to us in this whole two-hour conversation, not once did I feel or I don't think John felt like you are communicating from the point of view of criticism, even though you are friendly in a friendly way criticizing what we're saying. I just feel like I'm almost being supported. Oh, hey man wow that means a lot so, thank you well no i don't even want to say almost drop the word almost yeah, i yeah. feel like i am being supported I, and so yeah. i just wanted to i just wanted to appreciate i just wanted to acknowledge you for that because i don't know anyone that can do that i don't know anyone that can point out what i need to work on but make me feel like i'm supported for pointing it out <laughs> i'm just realizing this is you know what i'm trying to say podcast where basically austin and john get ripped apart and we're just complimenting on uh, Ammer, but <laughs> I'll join in. Emmer, what, what I find interesting. What I find John's inter- like, this sucks, but I'll join in. Emmer, what I, uh, I'll say this. <laughs> Out of all the people I know, you're the one that I, that actually gets me to shut up the most in the sense that when you, when you say something to me, it usually causes me to be speechless because it's usually a blind spot that you point out. And I'm like, 
<laughs> yeah fuck you know like it's like like you like so you'll like or like or i'll be like i'll go i'll be presenting something and i'll like i'll lay out like what i think is the most like just brilliant way of assessing the situation and then you'll like cut into the right to the core of the problem and like assess it and like say like a different lens that is like a total like like a different dimension i'm like <laughs> so like I'm, i find myself being silent for awkward periods of time when i'm talking to you because i'm having to like think through like oh i never actually considered that which is good because you bring up things that i've never considered before often hey man thank you for that um and yeah and- and you have a unique perspective. Cheers, yeah. man. Yeah, and and you're you're committed to John and I, and there's like I I truly think that you have a superpower when it comes to this. Yeah, straight up. And 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 I think that when I think of trade arc, I think of like your business being trade arc is essentially your attempt to take your superpower and make it your business. And I think that's kind of just like your your what you've been experiencing, you know, mm. um, I'll like, be yeah, Patrick's really great at it. Uh, but I think that you're better. And, oh, and, that, and that's going <laughs> to piss Pat off. That's going to piss Pat off, but you're better. Um, Cheers. Yeah. Thank I, you. Have I, I have one last thing. I have one last thing to say. I needed that little thing. Cause I feel like, I feel like, I mean, I, I don't know if it's news, but Amber, I actually, for the first time. Okay. Well, the no, second time, second time. For the second time, but the first time was more of like a like a kind of a bullshit emotional kind of period I was going through. So it's not like it's not like a fair assessment. This is the first time I legitimately believed in what you're doing. Uh was like oh. last week. Yeah. Where like I was like, you know what? Hmm, okay, fair enough. Amber's onto something mm-hmm. here. Um and, and, and that in that I actually believed that you it was the first time that I legitimately believed. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Amber probably did make the right right move here. I was talking to that that uh that that electrician. And I realized how inadequate my communication style was with him. And, and I, and I remember sitting there and I was like, Oh my God, like, like this guy, like in the same way that someone has their trim that's peeling and it needs to be fucking addressed. And, and, and I, like, as an, I, I have the knowledge of how to, you know, you know, it's not, it's not like super unique knowledge, but in the same way that someone could have peeling trim and it needs to be done. I was talking to this, this contractor and I said, fuck dude, this guy needs Ammer. Like you came to my mind. I was like, this guy needs Ammer. And I literally, it was yeah. the most organic referral I'd ever done. I, was, I remember sitting there and I was like, dude, you need to be my buddy Ammer. Like I just, like I didn't think of anyone else. I just was like, dude, you need to talk to Ammer. And I instantly shared him with you. Cause it was just like, I knew that you were the exact, like, like in the same way that like, you know, you could look at a screw and be like, oh, I need to go get a Phillips screwdriver. I just, I, dude, he, that guy was meant, like your communication style and your and your skill set. I was like, yeah, dude, Amber. I was like, it was the first time I was like, you know what? Touche. Amber, Amber is definitely in the right place. Amber, I want you to hold me accountable to this and check in with me on this this year. My goal is to send you three referrals. Oh yeah, my God. No. Yeah, from, from, no, no, but from, from like subcontractors that I'm working with and people who are running their own business, but they truly have a job. My goal is to really get them to. And it would be a, it would be an honor. I have a conversation with Nathan, by the way, the electrician tomorrow. We hired. He agreed. He's he's working on our building this uh, this Monday. That that's awesome. Yeah. No, and I have a conversation. Way, the worst quote I've ever. It was like it was so bad. Like it was so bad. Like I love you, Nathan. Like, I got you. you. I got this? you. I got but you. But it was so bad. I mean, basically, there's no way he was getting the job if it wasn't for the fact that he was the strongest. Like you know, when those guys say, "Oh, I only, all my business is word of mouth." Yeah, it's because there's no way they could close anything if it wasn't for word of mouth. Like 
if this guy, if, if this guy, if I like saw a flyer of Nathan Horton and then fucking called him up and, and that was the quote he gave me, I'd be like, there's no fucking way. But mm-hmm. only because it's a strong referral did I hire him, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I have a call with him tomorrow morning, so I'm excited for it. And I, Dude, I even yeah. sent, I, I sent you an email about that, John, if you want to check that out. But it was, a, we had an excellent conversation as well. Oh, that's that, Nathan. Okay. I didn't actually have a chance to click on that yet. And like, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I know you're busy. So I thought you were talking uh, about Nathan, uh, new money, Nathan. Oh, no, my bad. No, no, no. I so I was like, I, I like didn't listen to it yet because I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to listen to new money it, guy, you know? It's like so, so random. Yeah. Um, no, shout out Nathan, new money. Great stuff. Um, Nathan, new money. Yeah, no, boys, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. By the way, we should really hop on a whack versus wise here. Oh my god, look at the time. Okay, yes. Let's, let's be reasonably. I got, I got something. Um, cool, man. Cool. This was so much fun. And yo, Austin, like straight up, consider this. Maybe put set aside some time this week, but like look into some symptoms. The other thing I wanted to talk about was like look actually into some symptoms of what PTSD looks like. It may seem, uh, I may be completely missing it, but I'd rather be wrong about something like yeah, this. Yeah, I appreciate that. Because yeah. shit, man, like, you know, you, you don't think yeah. these things matter until they do, you know? It's like, I don't know. Yeah. And then, um, I, I, I poorly timed this, um, this podcast, and I actually have guests in my, in my apartment. Okay, uh, whack versus wise, one quote, we're done. You can leave okay. now if you like. Well, I was just going to say, like, I, I, I think I owe it to leave now, but I also don't want to impact the podcast, but I think I am going to leave. It's all good, brother. the best interest of what's going yeah, on. I, I, yeah, but I do want to chat good. with you guys about this because I don't think I timed this correctly at all. I, do you have a, a minute and 30 seconds just to listen to the song? Because yeah, like, it's, it's it. worth it. Because if it. we're talking about communication and stuff, let's do it. and these guys let's are the it. master communicators of WAC. I've never seen WAC lyrics delivered so perfectly. Let's do it. So this is YNJ, Louis Ray, Triple S, okay? So YNJ, Louis Ray, Triple S. Energy made this one. Energy made this one. You said you were, all right, okay, I can take you there. Yeah. Oh, this is a good song. So you gotta do is say that one time, okay? Yeah. What? Yeah, she bad as hell, she got long hair Pretty bitch, got a big booty, yeah, I gotta stare Mama always told me I was different, I ain't got no fear. I don't eat the cat, that's why I probably don't got a beard I can tell you about my life story, you ain't gotta care Bitch keep calling me on my name, you ain't gotta swear Nigga tried to tell me bad advice, I had to close <laughs> my ears Uncle Willie sleep on the line, he just got a chair Wake up. I was sleep too long in my dream. I had to wake up. All that time I spent doing nothing, gotta make up. I just left my bitch. Oh man, that's a breakup. Oh, you wanna see me pop off? Sh- shake up. All I want is some ramen noodles. Put the steak up. Get the throwing money in the club. They gotta rake up. See, like my best friend start hating since I came up. Nigga thought that I was done. <laughs> thought I gave up. Nigga tell a story in this rap. She was made up. Could've ducked it for the game winner, but I laid up. Bitch called me cheating. Damn, I played dumb. Bitch tried to send me her location, but I ain't. Come. Bitch gave me hit, but it was I. No, I ain't come. Why you hop your dumb ass in the car if you can't come? Never see me coming, I was dressed as a fake bum. My shoes say triple S. I've been getting money all night, I forget the stress. Told bro, I was up now, I forget I'm next. Okay. Yeah. I came through big body, nigga, triple X.
Dude, that's gotta be oh, one of the yeah. worst songs I've ever heard in my entire. <laughs> I've heard that life. song. I actually like that song. I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw. Song. I'm gonna peace out, guys. What is okay? Yeah, see you, man. All good, man. <laughs> Go, uh, yeah. See you guys later. Okay, cool. All right, John, bless it. Okay, so this is uh, from Lessons of History by Will and Ariel no. Durant. You want to read the lyrics? Oh, my bad. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It was so whack that I actually like <laughs> forgot about the read it. Okay, go ahead. How do I? Uh... Do you see it? Oh, okay, yeah, here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, go ahead. My bad. Okay, new bit. Okay, new bitch. Yeah, she bad as hell. She got long hair. Pretty bitch. Got a big booty. Yeah, I got a stare. Mama always told me I was different. <laughs> I ain't got no fears. I don't eat the cat. That's why I probably don't got a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's, he's talking about you don't eat pussy. No, I know, but I don't know what a, what a beard has to do with anything. Yeah, I don't know either. I can no tell sense. you about my life story. You ain't got to care. Bitch, keep calling me out my name. Or be, bitch, keep calling me out my or What? Bitch, keep yeah, calling I know. me out my name. Okay, okay. You ain't got to swear. N-word tried to tell me bad advice. I had to close my ears. Uncle Willie sleep on the lawn. He got a chair. <laughs> Unc, wait up. Unc, wake up. I would sleep too long in my dream. I had to wake up. All that time I spent doing nothing. Got to make up. I left my bitch. Ah, man, that's a breakup. Oh, you want to see me pop off? Shake up. I wanted some ramen noodles. Put the steak up. Get to throwing money in the club. They got to rake up. Seemed like my best friend started hating since I came up. N-word thought that i was done though i thought or thought i gave up and we're telling stories in his raps it was made up could have could have dunked it for the game winner but i laid up bitch called me cheating damn i played dumb bitch tried to send me her location but i ain't come bitch gave me head but it was i no i ain't come <laughs> all right no i ain't come why you hoped or hopped your dumbass in the car if you can't come Never seen me coming. I was dressed as a fake bum. Jesus. Because <laughs> okay. so we have Y and J versus, versus Will and Ariel Durant. Oh, oh no, this is not looking too good. Freedom and equality are sworn and everlasting enemies, and when one prevails, the other dies. Leave men free. And their natural inequalities will multiply almost geometrically, as in England and America in the 19th century under laissez-faire. To check the growth of inequality, liberty, liberty must be sacrificed, as in Russia after 1917. Even when repressed, inequality grows. Only the man who is below the average in economic ability desires equality. Those who are conscious of superior ability desire freedom. And in the end, superior ability has its way. Utopias of equality are biologically doomed. And the best that the amiable philosopher can hope for is an approximate equality of legal justice and educational opportunity. A society in which all potential abilities are allowed to develop and function will have a survival advantage in the competition of groups. This competition becomes more severe as the destruction of distant or distance this competition becomes more severe as the destruction of distance intensifies the confrontation of states. Yeah, I remember reading that when he sent it to me, and it was so clearly written. 
that it's well yeah, it's it because fa- it was fascinating so will and ariel durant wrote i think fifty thousand pages of history in their lifetime and they wrote wow. a book that's a hundred pages that distilled all the wisdom and general principles from the fifty thousand pages yeah no, You're i know kidding. and it's so funny because like in the opening paragraph it's like only a fool would do this so here we go <laughs> like basically the state so, stating that like it's an impossible oh. task but yet they did it what's the name of this book it's called lesson the lessons of history it's a must read it's a hundred and four pages it's basically all the best lessons oh of history oh my god so it's like yeah it's it's oh it's literally the god. it's literally the blankest on human history <laughs> do you think a book like that goes top 10 of book of books of all time it's 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 been top 10 on mine for since the day i read it no 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 of like humanity of all time like in terms of the importance of the literature Ray Dalio has it as number 2 Ray Dalio, what? Yeah, Ray Dalio has it as number two important book of all time. Oh my God! What's yeah, number when one? Asked, the Bible? When uh, I forget what his number one was, I think it was uh, Joseph Campbell's uh, hero book, Hero oh, of okay. Many Faces. But when when asked, oh no, I think it, oh I think it was maybe actually how to win friends and influence people. You know, like point being, uh, when asked uh, if you could give you know any book to any. Um, graduating high school student what book would it be and he listed three books and this was the second one like that's how important it was to him yeah incredible dude all right man yeah let's go watch this ufc fight shall we okay cheers brother have a good night boss oh and just just so it's on record cannoneer shui vasa which i know it's tui tui vasa but shui vasa and uh whitaker no so it's Whitaker versus Adesanya it's the it's uh, currently February 12th uh let's see if John gets it right this uh is this is this how he picks his stocks is this an indicator yeah can he pick, can <laughs> he pick fighters as good okay. as he picks stock let's find out okay. have a good night everybody yeah, cheers hey listeners thanks so much for tuning in this week as usual you can find us on Instagram at the weekly call pod or through email at the weekly call pod at gmail.com for any questions or comments about any of our material and just to kind of pick our brain or even challenge us on a few things we said today. The intro and outro music was brought to you today by William Scott Thompson. You can find him on Spotify under that name. He has a lot of other great material on there that you can go listen to as well. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. We'll see you soon.